Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Thank you for that. And it is a fresh week of sports talk. Rick Tittle with you, coast to coast, border to border, and around the world. On the American Forces Radio Network, what you got, what you get. We're here to talk sports with you. 1-800-878-PLAY. 1-800-878-7529. It gets you in and it gets you heard. Wherever you might happen to be listening over this great land of ours. So, so foreign lands as we span the globe. First off, proud and privileged of being on the American Forces Radio Network. 500 outlets, 177 countries, ships at sea. If you are on the military, you're doing a great job keeping us safe, so you stay safe. Hope we see you at home very, very soon. Also, we're online at sportsbyline.com. You can go there, click listen live. Any emails, go to rick at sportsbyline.com. So uh, you can send me an email and I'll write you back. That's a novel thing. Also, we are on the TuneIn app, the iHeartRadio app, the Stitcher app, and we're on your TV set as well. That's right, my show on HBO called Real Sports. You can check. Oh, wait, that's Brian Gumble. No, I'm on CRN Digital Plus 2, the cable radio network channel 2 and your cable provider. It's just in between the Romanian cooking channel and the Bulgarian clog dancing channel. On my system, it's channel 52,521 plus. Check that out. Uh, it is a Monday, so that means we check in with the Super 16 pollsters, and this time we'll have Tony Barnhart, longtime writer. Before that, though, in the first hour, the fabulous Jessica Mendoza, Olympic softball champion and MLB uh, broadcaster, will join us once again. We have filmmaker Kathleen Horan. She's got a new movie, a documentary. We'll talk to her at 1025. Richard Lapchick, whose dad helped integrate the NBA when he was Head coach of the Knicks at 10.40. J.D. Sharp will come in the third hour, and we got some other guests at the third hour as well. But this first uh, half hour is all you, all y'all's in your calls. So get in, let's talk NFL. And the World Series, the teams are set. Anyone rooting for the Astros didn't think so. Come on back. Dancing crew. (laughs) 
trip for two? Nail the final interview. Game with Doug. Brand new mug. Come here, kid. Give me a hug. The more you want to do, the more we want to do. Boosters designed for COVID-19 variants are now available. If you've had your primary series, schedule an updated COVID-19 booster appointment as soon as you're eligible. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409 That's 800-709-4409 No offense, but are you a little fat when you look in the mirror? How would you like to learn the secrets to lose three to five pounds a week easily without joining the gym or going through any crazy diets? It's called Body Sculpt by Med Diet. For the last two decades, we've been helping people just like you that have pounds they want to shed. We've helped millions of people lose thousands and thousands of pounds over the years. And now it's your turn. Learn the secrets of how to lose weight with one simple phone call. You'll see an amazing difference in a matter of days. Don't believe us. We'll offer you a money-back guarantee. If you're ready to start losing weight right now, call right now to learn more about your risk-free order to Body Sculpt. Call for your risk-free offer. 800-738-5332. 800-738-5332. That's 800-738-5332. Are you looking to improve your baseball swing? You need the Rip Grip Pro. Co-created by Dodgers AAA star Drew Avins, the Rip Grip Pro will help you stay palm up, palm down, and pull the barrel of the bat through the zone instead of pushing it. Check out Drew's videos at ripgrippro.com and you'll see how this can help you or the baseball player in your family improve your ABs. Get the adjustability in your swing that you need. Go to RipGripPro.com. That's RipGripPro.com. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a key so handsome. He's a genius. Well, I don't know about genius. I mean, it's your words, not mine. All right. Yes, we have our World Series set. And the sweep of the Yankees by the Astros. The Astros swept through the first round 7-0 and in the playoffs. But let's start off with Mr. Philadelphia himself in the East Bay. It is Vince. How you doing, Vince? 
flying high. I, I got my Philly jersey. I got my Philly cap. My son calling me a uh, what do you call it, front runner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's I'm just having fun. I mean, I'm still an A's fan, but I mean, I'm enjoying the, um, what's going on. But I mean, I, I look at it this way: if San Diego could beat the Dodgers, then why can't the Phillies beat um, the Astros? I mean, I know they're heavily favored, the Astros, but it's still possible. They they got a pretty decent team. And and if you look at their record, when they fired their coach, they were you know losing records. So they actually played much better the second half than a lot of teams. Like the Yankees played the worst. But the hard part about Houston is they've been steady all year round. They haven't really gone down or up. They've been pretty tough. So it should be a really good series, though. I I, I don't think it's going to be Houston's not going to sweep in there. I don't, not obviously they don't think the Phillies will. I think it's going to go five or six. But it, it should be a tough series. So I'm I'm pumped up for it. What do you think the Phillies' chances are? I mean, you're more objective, obviously, than I am. Do you think they have a shot, or do you think it's uh, going to be a smash? <laughs> no, they definitely have a shot. I mean, they have shown the resilience. They've got power up and down the lineup. They've got good pitching. They're feeling good about themselves. I totally think they I mean, the Astros, if I had to put money down, I'd put it on them. But I don't think this is going to be a walk in the park. I think this will go at least six. Yeah, and you could and you could put money on the Phillies because you get a lot of odds. I mean, they're not it's it's not like you're you know straight. I mean, if you probably bet on the Phillies, you probably get two or three to one odds. So it's, when you look at it that way, it's not a bad bet because you're gonna um, mm-hmm. you know I, that's why I think it'd be a good bet. The other thing is um, Judge. Um, I heard a, from what I've heard, and I don't know if you're probably a lot more connected than I am. I heard that there's a really good chance he could wind up with the Mets. What do you think of that? I seriously doubt it. I think that's a stupid rumor, but made up by Mets fans. If he stays in New York, he's going to stay with the Yankees. He knows what he means to that franchise. He knows about the lore, and the Yankees will match every penny. I think that, well, I shouldn't say that. Maybe Steve Cohen will offer more money, but uh, he'll get enough money to feel good about himself, and he loves being 99 in pinstripes. If if he leaves, it would be like for the Giants or the Dodgers. I, I don't think he's going to go to the Mets at all. Because uh, the reason I was thinking, and again, I don't have any connections. I just heard that, but, you know, heard that as some one writer, you know, probably from Mets or some organization writing right. that. But it's, you know, that's why I said I always, you know, it's it's just a rumor. I mean, until you actually, I never heard him say anything like that at all. He's been really quiet about what's happening with his future. Um, but um, the only reason I was thinking the Mets is because I thought that they're a winning team in New York, too. And if he went to the Mets, I'd probably put him, you know, above the uh, Braves probably in the East. I mean, that's why I thought, you know, he might consider it. But yeah, and look, I understand the rumor because Steve Cohen is he's spending more than any other owner. And they have the highest payroll in Major League history, but. There's nothing like being a Yankee. Being a Yankee is way better than being a Met, and the Yankees got farther than the Mets this year, so I think he's going to stay. Yeah, I mean, I do too. I mean, that's. That's my rumor, but that, that's what I was thinking. And a few other uh, things I'd like to hit. Um, the Sharks, <laughs> just brutal. I, I watched the game yesterday. Um, the well, they finally won. I got a shutout. Well they, well, they won twice. Remember, they beat the Rangers, yeah, so they sure. <laughs> got two pretty good wins on this road trip. I, I mean, I look at the – one thing I notice, and unless you're really a hockey fan, you're not going to notice this, a lot of the guys – are playing better than they were getting. Like, Pickles is playing better. I mean, you know, and then they have, um, I'm trying to, um, LeBanc is, is playing a lot better. They were, like, in the doghouses with the Sharks' previous coach. 
Um, I think this coach is trying really hard. I mean, I think the team really stinks because the problem is they don't have, except for the first line, the other lines are really young and inexperienced. It's really tough when you only have one line to go against. Other teams have three or four good lines. So I think it's going to be a long season. But I think, you know, I think there's a lot of hope with the Sharks. They have a lot of um, really good players. Um, I, 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 that player that everybody's talking about, I'm trying to remember his name right now, um, he's up for the contract. They're going to have to trade him. I, I looked at the situation. They're only going to raise um, $1 million to cap next year. So there's no uh, – Tio Meyer. They're going to have to trade him. They just There's just absolutely no way because um, they're, they're at, they're only have 270000 right now, and they have two rookies they want to bring up. And those two rookies um, can't even play because they make like a $1 million each. And they wouldn't be able to play if they were – they brought him up, so I just think Tio Myers' days are number. I just think it's going to happen, um, not because I'm for it, but just because they just don't have any cap room. And do, do you see that happening? Or I mean, because Logan Turr doesn't want to get traded, Carlson doesn't want to get traded. Um, I don't see how they can get around it. What, what do you see? Do you see anything different out of that? Yeah, I, I think they would be loath to get rid of him. I, I think they have sort of at this point decided who they were going to keep. I think if that was going to happen, it would have happened in the offseason. So I would be really surprised if Timo got moved. I mean, I, I just think they didn't do it in the offseason because they were hoping that Logan Couture or um, uh, Carlson wouldn't mind getting traded like Burns did. But if that, I mean, they have no trade clauses, so the Sharks are basically tied to them if they, they refuse. So I, I, just, I just look at the, the financial way. I mean, you got 270000 you have two rookies that, you know, the, the number one pick this year and the number one pick last year for the, their, their franchise. They each get a million dollars if they play more than 10 games. Well, if they're doing well in the minors, you want to bring them up. You can't play them if you only have $270,000. That's what I'm saying. That's, I, I'm just doing the math. I, 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 you know, I don't see how they could get around it. I mean, they could, I guess they could cut, um, what's his name, um, pickles down the road. And then you have another. You'll know, have four players on that. You know, where you know you just you double his contract. It's six years on that. I don't think they want to do that. I think they want to try to get out of this. And I think they didn't want to trade Tio Meyer. I don't want to trade Tio Meyer. But I'm, financially, I don't see how they get around it. You know, um, I, I just think they're screwed. I mean, they're. In a, I mean, I, I was looking at salary cap. The following year, it goes up three million. So in two years, they have four million in the salary cap, but one million next year is not going to do it. They're just too trapped. I mean, that's what I think. And the last thing I wanted to say is with the Warriors, um, what do you think of these uh, new kids? I remember you were talking to one guy who could be like the uh, most improved player. My, my pick, um, and that, again, I'm extremely biased. I'm thinking Wiseman. I think Wiseman's going to really look good this year. Is, do, you, do you see that happening? I mean, because we didn't know about uh, our player last year until like half the, half the season was over, but Wiseman looks like he could really come – become a really good player this year. You see that happening, that he's going to really jump, or is he, you don't see that, like, super impressive? No, I, I, I think he's looked very impressive so far. He was, like, blowing by people, and it's a good sign. He's just got to stay healthy and keep building on his uh, on his confidence. Yeah, that's why I'm picking Wiseman as my most improved player in the NBA. I mean, last year, um, we know who it should It have should have been, been Jordan Poole, yeah. not John Moran. Oh, I know. It was ridiculous he didn't get it. Yeah. I mean, I was, there wasn't even anybody close. I, I think this year it's going to be Wiseman. doesn't mean he's going to get it. I mean, you know, just because the Warriors, they'll figure, oh, well, he was drafted second. He should have been great to start with. I, you know, I, you'll probably get a lot of people like that. 
But, I mean, you compare where he was and where he is now. The uh, Kamingo, to me, is still a wild card. He could become really improved as the year goes on. He, um, the other one is that um, Moody. Um, he could be, again, because there's, they're, they're so far down the ladder. I mean, they're not, you know, that's how you have to get most improved. You have to, you know, start with zero and then work your way up into a, you know, a really improved player. But those two are wild cards. But I don't think Moody or Kamingo probably more for next year because I think this year they're going to be playing a lot in Santa Cruz. That's just my gut feeling. But would, of all the moves that they made in the offseason, the Warriors, do you think um, they look bright spots? I mean, obviously we had to upset against Denver, but what do you think um, the young guys I'm talking about, the ones that are, you know, that are coming off the bench trying to feel their way who's going to be on the second team? Is anybody surprising you, or you looking at? Well, I think it's a little early, but yeah, I mean, you make some good points, Vince. I got to run to a break right now, so uh, thanks for the call, though. I appreciate it. Yeah, you have a good day. All right, you too. The lines are open. One eight hundred eight seven eight play. Come on back. Listen up, guys. Are you experiencing any of the following? Fatigue, less drive, poor performance? If so, you may be one of the nearly 30 million men in the U.S. today dealing with ED. But did you know you don't have to pay hundreds for a prescription anymore? And you don't have to deal with the hassle of seeing the doctor or the embarrassment of going to the pharmacy for a certain pill. Now, with one free call, you can find out how Herbal Virility Max can help you feel like a man again. For over a decade, Herbal Virility Max has helped guys just like you put a smile back on their face with improved performance and drive. Call today and ask about our buy one, get one free offer. 800-761-9334. That's 800-761-9334. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. That's 800 915 9654. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. 
You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495 That's 800-788-1495 You spent over a decade in the Middle East and I just wanted to say that I'm a great fan of your work. Well, thank you very much. Don't interrupt me, please. What did I just say? Do you know who I am? You must be crazy. Use a D-O-G. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. All right. Thank you for that. And welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you. I think this is my last open segment of the show. If everybody shows up, my guest. So feel free to get in 1-800-878-PLAY as I transition to a little football talk right now. How about the Raiders? I was thinking early in the game that had the Raiders lost, at home to the Houston Texans that you'd have to fire Josh McDaniels. And they didn't lose. <laughs> Let's go to Raider fan Charlie in Manhattan. How are you, buddy? Hey, Rick, I was just going to say, at halftime I wanted to fire McDaniels because of the slog fest that was the first half. Um, I, I guess it was from the bye week or whatever. They, they just mm-hmm. look lethargic and... Um, and, uh, you know, just their defense was shoddy. And I was thinking, they're going to lose this game. I just, I just, I just had that feeling. And, um, you know, Mr. Jacobs was, you know, you feed him the ball and, uh, the offense looked like it was getting some kind of rhythm in the second half. Their defense still not all, you know, I'm not, still need a lot of work, but they, they came up with the big pick six, another pick six, two in one year. That's, that's, uh, Listen, they won the game. They should have won. They won the game by 18 points. They should have won it by double digits. So uh, mm-hmm. I'm not impressed. This is what they should be doing. And, and you know, like I said to you last week, they have a stretch of five next few four or five games where are very winnable games. Um, you know, New Orleans next week, they should go in and beat New Orleans. I don't care if it's in the Superdome um, or whatever the stadium is called now. Um, Carr looked okay. You know, he didn't make any mistakes. You know, Devontae, you look good. You know, everyone looked good. I, I, no, no complaints other than the first half. Um, do you have any uh, anything that stood out to you in the game? That, well, uh, you, yeah, you mentioned Jacobs. He had never run for 140 yards in a game in his life. Now, three games in October, he's gone over 140 yards in every one. And so... Yes. Yeah, he's he's red hot right now. I can't remember the Raiders scoring defensive touchdowns. That's two now. Harmon uh, in stride took it all the way back. Normally that bounces off the guy's chest. But, yeah, it, it, you're right. It wasn't until the fourth quarter that the Raiders made this score look a little bit more palatable. 
Um, the yeah. defense, I, I thought, was a little bit spotty. The the offense in the first half, it felt like a third grader was calling plays. I mean, it yeah. was really boring. And so, I mean, listen, the Raiders still have wild card aspirations. But I was saying at the time, if they lost to Houston, then all dreams are over. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And it helps that the Broncos lost. It helps that I don't even, you know, the Chargers, they're talking about in New York how the Giants and the Jets are paper tigers. The Chargers are paper tigers. To lose to the Seattle Seahawks at yeah. home, they're, they're a terrible team. I mean, I, that coach is terrible. Um, so, no, listen, you know, I was hoping the Niners could pull out a win, but, the, you know, the, but, you know, they're, if they win another three, like I said, they go on a little mini win streak, they can get back into it. Jenkins was hot. Their, their run blocking was good. They keep feeding him, him the ball. Um, and, and that's about it. Uh, just a quick baseball note. Life and uh, everything in the world is perfect now. The Yankees are no longer in the playoffs. They have lost. <laughs> they, they and the A's have something in common. Neither team will be winning the World Series this year. Mm-hmm. And uh, the fact that they got swept, I thought that was going to be a long series. But I am so happy. I hope every one of your fans that listen to you that are Yankee fans are sobbing and crying. I hope everyone in their little Derrida pajamas are sobbing in their Cheerios and Fruit Loops. <laughs> I am so happy the Yankees lost. What's what's my favorite word? Schadenfreude. Yeah. <laughs> go go Phillies, and uh, we'll leave it at that. I hate the Yankees. We'll leave it. All at right. That. Hey Charlie, someday tell me how you really feel about the Yankees. All right. <laughs> That's Charlie out there in New York City. The lines are available, 1-800-878-PLAY. I think there are a lot of Yankee haters out there. Yeah, he mentioned the uh, the Niners in uh, San Francisco. And the one thing that the Niners have is this vaunted defense, you know. And they've had some injuries, but still, that is their bread and butter. And they had a lot of running back injuries, so they traded away basically the rest of next year's draft to get Christian McCaffrey, which I thought was a great move. I would trade a two, a three, and a four for Christian McCaffrey, uh, three more years of him, not a rental. Um, I would definitely do that. I was wondering if he was going to wear 22. I don't know the Niner numbers, who somebody had it already, but he showed up in 23. But it's pretty amazing how Kansas City just carves up uh, uh, the number one defense in the NFL, which was San Francisco. They got down 10 to nothing, uh, did the Chiefs, and then they just responded like that. I mean, my friend's mom said to him, that guy on the Chiefs, he just throws the ball and it's a touchdown, like every time. I'm like, yeah, welcome to what I see twice a year. Right, and remember we were talking with um, uh, Chris Porter, the Kansas City Comedian, he said, we're the team with the hyphenated names, Juju Smith-Schuster and Marquez Valdez-Scantling Scal- uh, uh, and Clyde uh, the, uh, Allaire, that guy. I can't think of his name. Um, Edwards Allaire, thank you, Dominic. Um, and I said, don't forget Laurent Tardif Duvernay. Remember that guy. But um, the only reason that um, the, uh, the Chiefs weren't perfect, as I said, was that bad start in the, uh, the first half. But, I mean, on the one hand, you could say, well, the Niners were right there in the third quarter, and Christian McCaffrey and Jeff Wilson, their rushing duo, looked okay. Remember, McCaffrey had less than a week of practice. But still, you can drop a play in the sand. It reminded me yesterday of 
the guy on the Raiders, he was like, yeah, it takes three years to learn the zone blocking scheme. And I remember he was the OC and he ran one of the press conferences when Dennis Allen's dad was sick. And I said, why would it take three years to learn it? He's like, oh, it just takes a long time. And I thought, what was the name of that guy? I had to look him up. Greg Knapp. That was the guy that T.O. barked at when he was offensive coordinator at the Niners. So I think you can teach the Delaware double wing to a team in one week. I know that because we did that when I was in high school. In one week, we taught it. So McCaffrey, yeah, he's not going to know the ins and outs of all the terminology, but you can just say, we're going to hand you the ball, go through that hole right there. Okay, sounds good. So the one thing that Jimmy Garoppolo gets a lot of applause for is he is a caretaker for Shanahan's office. But the ball was put in harm's way one too many times on key downs. And, you know, uh, Debo Samuel was unusually quiet. And D'Amico Ryans, who, because of that defense, is getting talked up to maybe being a head coach candidate. That defense, stingy as it may be, be, had no answers after uh, halftime. And that's the kind of thing about the halftime adjustments. Andy Reid, what has he been in the championship game seven times? I think it was three years in a row with Philadelphia, four years in a row with Kansas City, whatever it is. I think he's been in the championship game uh, seven times. Won Super Bowls, lost Super Bowls. He looked at that Niner defense. He saw what they were doing. He saw the personnel. He saw the matchups. And they came out in the second half and just carved them up like a pumpkin. And listen, that is uh, something that the Niners just have to look in the mirror and say, we're not as good as we thought we were. I was also, you know, as Charlie was saying, looking at other scores in the NFC West and <laughs> the Jets are five and two after winning on the road. I said that I, I thought even at mile high, the Broncos would be able to beat the Jets. And no, the Broncos did hold the Jets to just one touchdown. So you can't blame the defense again. But Listen, their offense only got in the end zone once. They were going with the backup quarterback. Brett Rippon, his uncle's been on the show a couple of times, won a Super Bowl, I might remember him. But uh, a pick, no touchdowns from him. And every game, if you're a donkey fan, they keep you in it, and then they break your heart. And that's it. But we've seen a lot of low scoring. Miami beat uh, Pittsburgh 16-10. to Um the uh, Tennessee over Indianapolis, 19 to 10. Uh, it's just, I don't know, I'm not getting a lot of these, uh, I don't know, is it parody? Is, I, I asked this question too. Is it parody if everyone stinks? <laughs> I guess it is, right? If everybody is poopy. Now, Cincinnati being Atlanta, I only bring that up because Joe Burrow, you might remember in the opening game of the season, threw four picks. Since that time, he's 12-1, and touchdown-to-pick ratio, which he thinks that the Bengals are getting momentum. Uh, Carolina over Tampa Bay might be the funniest one of all. The Carolina Panthers are in full tank mode, trading everybody, firing their coach, and still not only beating Tampa Bay, but dominating 21 to 3. This is Tom Brady came back to the league to get divorced and, and have his team play like this. It's not good. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll talk baseball with Jessica Mendoza on the other side. Come on back on Sports Byline.
Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? We can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents or having to waste time showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your house to foreclosure. If you have equity in your home, we'll buy your home and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call now before your situation gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just need anymore and get the cash you need today. Call this number now. 800-950-8218-800-950-8218-800-950-8218. That's 800-950-8218. Paid for by Want to Sell. How would you like to publish and sell your own audiobook? Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. You'll choose from one of our many voice actors. Bring your story to life with audiobooks. Consumers are mobile these days, and having an audiobook helps authors reach a larger customer base, which increases book sales. From narration, production, and editing to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network does it all for you. We hold your hand throughout the entire production process. We'll create an audiobook that you can be proud of. It doesn't cost or take as much time as you may think. In fact, for us, it's pretty easy. It's what we do. If you've got a published print book, ebook, or even a manuscript, give Audiobook Network a call right now and get our free audiobook guide. 800-514-0521. 800-514-0521. That's 800-514-0521. It doesn't really matter. I, uh, I don't like my job, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. All right. Thank you for that. Jessica Mendoza is scheduled to appear in about four minutes. So let me get 
<clears throat> a few more of these uh, scores in. Washington 23-21 over Green Bay. Over the last three weeks, the Packers' offense has somehow gotten worse every game, and maybe it reached rock bottom. I don't know. They did score 21 points, but Aaron Rodgers has a lot of frustration. Whenever he's on the field, his receivers are struggling to get open. Over the first three quarters of the game, the Packers punted five times. They only had one drive that went from more than 40 yards. The Packers kept it close. Had a pick six in the first half, but it couldn't stop the commander's offense in the second half. At one point, the Packers led the game 14-3, to but it was all-out failure after that. But Taylor Heineke out-dueling, if you like, uh, Aaron Rodgers. <clears throat> I mean, it looked like they were maybe going to blow out the commanders. But uh, after that pick six, Taylor Heineke started hitting Terry McLaurin. Just about every pass that was thrown his way, he's caught, so... Two weeks ago, the Commanders looked like they were done at 1-4, and four, but now they're 3-4, and four, and maybe they've got something to play for. I doubt it, but at least they have a chance. Baltimore beat Cleveland 23-20. to 20. It's closer than I thought. It did pick the Ravens, and they weren't overly impressive on offense. They barely got 250 yards, but a very good performance from their defense and special teams. The um, Ravens had five sacks, and none was bigger than the strips of the sack by Calais Campbell. Paul de Calais in the third quarter, that set up uh, Baltimore at the 25-yard line of Cleveland. They got a touchdown. And so the offense wasn't great, but Justin Tucker, Mr. Automatic, three field goals, a 55-yarder in the fourth quarter. That was the difference. And if the Ravens proved anything to themselves is that they can beat you when the offense really isn't going. But for the fourth time this season, the Browns, not unlike the Raiders, they lost by just one score. And for the fourth time this season, they might have been able to win if they didn't shoot themselves in the foot. And one of the biggest mistakes came from Jacoby Brissett. He lost a fumble in the third quarter, and they turned that into a touchdown, did Baltimore. Browns, terrible on third down conversion, two of 11 and Brissett, as I mentioned, has running around and got sacked five times. So on a day where the Browns actually did a good job of slowing down Lamar Jackson, uh, <clears throat> they couldn't stop the running backs who went for 160 yards. Dallas all over Detroit, and Dak Prescott's return to the lineup was efficient, not explosive. 207 passing yards, one touchdown, but Ezekiel Elliott on the ground, two touchdowns. Tony Pollard, 14 touches for 109 yards. The defense forced five Detroit turnovers, one of them on the goal line, which the <laughs> head coach Campbell threw his headset down. Detroit turnovers, as I mentioned, five. The Lions held to just six points. The Cowboys are going to make sure that the NFC East race at least stays interesting, 24-6. to six. And, yes, the Lions did not have DeAndre Swift. And then they lost Amon Ra St. Brown to a concussion. And if you have five turnovers, you're not going to win. Jared Goff, two interceptions, two strip sacks. But as I mentioned, Jamal Williams on the goal line, that was the one that hurt the most. Tennessee over Indianapolis, 19-10. to 10. Glad I didn't watch this thing. Matt Ryan never looked comfortable with the pressure he was under and his back-to-back -back interceptions in the second quarter definitely hurt. Um, Henry averaged four yards per carry once again to in shoulder the entire offensive load. But if you want to beat Tennessee, you have to contain the beast at running back. 
And Mike Vrabel of the Titans would probably give his team an A plus. Nineteen to ten, it wasn't a sexy victory, but they did sweep the Colts this year. It's second year in a row, and also four year four wins in a row by Tennessee. And the defense picked up Matt Ryan's on back to back possessions right before halftime. It was the defense that scored the only touchdown in the game for the Titans. It was uh, Andrew Adams. He signed the Declaration of Independence, and he also went for a long 76-yard pick six. So defense and run the ball. It's a winning formula there. The uh, Oh, and we're very happy to have our guest, once again, Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's a pleasure to welcome back to the show Olympic gold medalist and MLB broadcaster Jessica Mendoza. She is here on behalf of Invesco QQQ. Uh, and also, Invesco QQQ has developed how not to suck at money. And Jessica, that's important to you when you're talking about some of these kids in this NIL field in college now, right? Absolutely. I mean, it's more relevant now than it's ever been. But honestly, like I could have used this back when I was in college, graduating from college, signing, you know, my first pro contract, just any time that you're trying to understand money, what to do with it. I mean, shoot, I, I use it now. <laughs> um, I'm still trying to figure out, I mean, with all of the different things that are out there, you know, crypt- cryptocurrency, I know it's like a huge one, but even just trying to figure out 401ks you know, managing different things. Um, my biggest thing is just now you're 18 years old, 19 years old, and you're in college. These college athletes are making money. Um, you know, I think it's a great thing. It's a, just a big mess right now. That's a whole other topic. But, you know, how do you figure out how to manage this money and understand it? No one's really talking about it. So I give Invesco QQQ a ton of credit for being the official NCAA, you know, to be able to be the financial educator in this field because it's so needed now more than ever. When, when you went to Stanford, and you were a huge recruit down in L.A., but when you went to Stanford as a freshman and you basically just destroyed the Pac-10, you're the best player in the country as a freshman, do you think if you were doing that now, you'd be on TikTok and selling things too? <laughs> <laughs> that is a really interesting question. Um, I would definitely be trying to maximize anything. I mean, especially, uh, you know, to be as a female athlete, like you know the professional opportunities, you're not signing – a million dollar deal straight out of college so you you are really hitting your pinnacle in a lot of ways as female athletes in college and so in trying to maximize that you know i don't know for me if tiktok might have been my jam but definitely <laughs> speaking opportunities like i was speaking all over the place as a college athlete not getting paid just doing it um because i wanted to spread the message of like getting good grades body image you know all these different issues and now there's a huge market for that um, and being especially mental health, all these different fields. So being able to do good things, you're making money, getting asked, there's different sponsorship opportunities in those categories, especially for young females. So being able to, to make that money, but then also understanding what the heck to do with it when you have it. Uh, I know you joined the Dodgers uh, this year uh, as a broadcaster, and I thought it was interesting at the end of the year after, what, 111 wins, their best year in the regular season ever, there was a headline that Dave Roberts will come back. And I was thinking, geez, you would think that would go without saying. But, uh, I mean, I guess when you don't win at all with that kind of expectations, there's a lot of broken hearts. So what was the feeling after they went out? I mean, it's a feeling of awful. Like, it is not 
uh, a good feeling when you think about over the course of 162 games and a long season. Baseball is the longest season to me of any pro sport because of every single day, the grind, all the things you hear, right? And so when you are the best team in baseball over the course of the year, without a doubt, not even, I mean, the Yankees were in the conversation maybe in June, then put that to rest once you hit the All-Star game, and it was the Dodgers. I mean, this was the best team in any category you would pick, starting pitching, relief pitching, offense, I mean, stardom, all the things, and then you get to the division series, and you don't get out of that. And, and, and I think worse yet, the fact that it was the San Diego Padres, a team that you absolutely dominated every single series over the course of this year. Um, and so it's frustrating not just for Dodger Nation, the fans, but I think also for baseball fans, because when you're watching any team over 162 games, does it matter as much? You know, like if, if in the postseason you're seeing a team as dominant as the Dodgers, in the same category as the Seattle Mariners of 2001, and they don't get past that division series, you know, what's it all for? No doubt. Now, for you, I know you're just trying to work and do what you love, but a couple of years ago when you got on the World Series uh, radio broadcast, it was a trailblazing moment for a lot of uh, young women out there who want to do what you do. Uh, and so what was that response back that, you know, people looking up to you and saying, thank you for letting me know this can be done? I think just for a lot of young girls, you know, that are, you know, baseball fans. I mean, I was one of them and you just didn't see or hear women. Right. And so I, I was only, you know, first it starts on the field, you know, I wanted to be, you know, a Brett Butler. I mean, that was the player I looked up to. I mean, even honestly, I watched a lot of Daryl Strawberry with the Mets in the eighties. Like, I mean, there were players, but they were men. Right. And I didn't, it didn't hit me until almost middle school, high school. It was like, Oh, that isn't me. Like I am different and I don't see that out there. And, you know, not only see it on the field, but hear it in the broadcast booth. I mean, anywhere, there was no women in the sport. And I just think I remember being heartbroken because it was, it was literally like, this was my love. This is what I wanted to be, what I wanted to do. But you do have to see it, hear it to, to be it, to want to be at that level. And so I think about that all the time is, these young girls that are listening and honestly like dads with their daughters, I get so many messages of dads that watch baseball and they're sitting there with their 10 year old girl. And for the first time she's watching, you know, and they're like, thank you because I've been trying to get my daughter to like dial in on, you know, whatever team would. And all of a sudden they see you or they hear you. And now she's sitting right next to me. And like, I've wanted this to happen, but it wasn't until she saw a female that it could actually happen. Very cool. And then finally, I mentioned Invesco QQQ, this how not to suck at money. This is like a game, teaching game? Yes, it's an online game. And it is, it's super cool because it's, it's so entertaining. I mean, you have all these different, almost video game-like characters. I mean, my 13-year-old gets on there because I'm trying to, shoot, I'm trying to teach him about money. I'm trying to teach myself about money. I think the most important thing is money can be boring, can be very over your head. I always was so intimidated by it. So what I love about How Not to Suck at Money, first of all, the, the name is awesome, but it's just going on there and finding it so easy to navigate the space, to understand if you have any questions, whether it's your retirement, whether it's understanding, you know, what's happening with cryptocurrency, whether it's just really like, okay, what, what is happening right now that I need to understand with investing, you know, with being able to put my money in different places. 
and feeling really cool about it. Like, I not only can navigate this online game, but I can also then have conversations with my peers. I can have conversations with my parents. I can finally make this something that isn't taboo that we don't talk about, but we can learn and then obviously grow and benefit from. Very cool. In just 10 seconds, Astros or Phil's, your pick? <laughs> I mean, it's David and Goliath. And in this one, I've, I've got Goliath. It's really hard to pick David, although I do think David, meaning the Phillies, will be competitive big time those first two games. I think Houston will win. I'm going to say they're going to go six. Jessica Mendoza, on behalf of Invesco QQQ, great stuff as always. Thanks for coming by. Yeah, thanks, guys. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break and come on back on SportsFile. own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60PLUS, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Hey, Pack Rat. Yeah, you. Are you moving cross country and you just don't know who to call? Call us right now. Listen, you've probably seen one of our containers in your neighborhood, but did you know that we can help you move anywhere in the United States? It's real simple. We'll drop a container off at the location you tell us to bring it to. You pack up your valuable possessions at your leisure. They stay safe right in your home. And when you're ready, call us. We'll come and pick up the container and give you a scheduled date of when your furniture 
furniture and the other possessions will be at your new home. So if you're moving across country or across town, be a pack rat. Join the pack rat family. Call pack rat right now for your free quote. See y'all later, pack rats. Call 800-569-7208. That's 800-569-7208. Now you see that evil will always triumph because good is dumb. Tittle always goes commando. Thank you for that. A couple minutes left in hour number one of three. And uh, we have guests booked the rest of the way. Fantastic guests. I hope. No, they will be. <clears throat> Speaking with Jessica Mendoza there, and she talked about how she loved Brett Butter and Carol Strawberry. By the way, I'll never forget the World Series at Candlestick. Mike Moore came to the plate in game four, and he hit a ball over Brett Butler's head because he had come in like 20 feet behind second base, like this pitcher can't hit. That was a very satisfying moment for A's fans that day. (laughs) But anyway, speaking of the A's, this is about 10 years ago when I was doing pre and post, and a friend of mine, her niece, who was about 9 or 10, she was coming to the game, and and she said, she loves your show, and if you could come down and say hi. I went, absolutely. So I went, I'm such a nice guy. Aw, I went and I bought her at the concession stand like a green ace baseball for like 15 bucks, whatever. I went down and her name was Zoe. And I said, Zoe, thanks for being a fan. And, and she was crying. And I go, is everything okay? And then my friend took me aside and she said, I just realized that I'll never play for the A's because I'm a girl. I went, oh, wow. And I told her it's really fun being a girl. And she said, no, it's not. <laughs> oh, I never even thought of that. I hope she's doing okay now. I'm sure she is. Not going to look. All right, we have another two hours to go. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Byline. Radio News with Lance Pride. A federal judge has ordered Dr. Anthony Fauci and Jen Psaki and other Biden officials to be deposed as part of a lawsuit against the Biden administration. A court order from the United States District Court for the Western District of Louisiana concluded that Fauci's high-profile public comments have made him a key figure from the attorneys general of Louisiana and Missouri who allege that collusion between the Biden administration and social media companies to censor news stories damaging to the White House. This includes the Biden laptop findings, COVID-19 origins, and security of voting by mail during the pandemic. 
Soft on crime has cost the lives of two nurses as they were murdered by a parolee with an ankle monitor who walked inside the Methodist Dallas Medical Center in Texas Saturday morning. 30-year-old Nestor Hernandez was let out on parole for aggravated robbery before killing the nurses for unknown reasons. Cops shot and wounded the suspect, and he was taken to another hospital to recover. As President Biden released more oil from the Strategic Petroleum Reserves in an effort to temporarily lower the price, it's been discovered the United States is down to 25 days of diesel supply. Figures were provided by the Energy Information Administration and shows diesel stockpiles are at their lowest level since 1993. A skydiver has died after a hard landing from a pregame jump at a Tennessee high school football game on Friday. Washington County School Superintendent Jerry Boyd said the diver jumped above David Crockett High School football stadium in northeastern Tennessee. That's in the towns of Jonesboro. Jump Tennessee, a company in Greenville, said the 55-year-old man worked with the company and had done more than 1,500 jumps in the past. Thanks for listening. It is well appreciated. We are USA Radio News. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ziprecruiter.com slash free. That's ziprecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. As talk of impeaching President Biden for his dereliction of duty on the southern border, one lawmaker speaks out. Way too often impeachment has been used as a political. Republican conference and the least impeaching President Biden is on the table if the GOP regains control in Congress. But at least one member of the Congresswoman's party is not necessarily on board with that plan. That was Congresswoman Nancy Mace during an appearance on CNN's Face the Nation. This is not the first time she has criticized impeachments. She suggested part of the reason she chose not to vote for impeaching former President Trump following the January 6th attacks was because due process was stripped away from the proceedings. I am not uh, interested in playing tit for tat. I am not interested in retaliation. Impeachment has been weaponized over the years, and we've seen that. Um, I really want us to be focused on the economy on tackling inflation with responsible policy. We also need to look at crime and immigration. From the Gulf Coast Radio News Bureau, I'm Tony Maruso. Hurricane Roslyn has killed at least two people after making landfall near Santa Cruz on Mexico's west coast as a Category 3 storm on Sunday. The force of the storm is gone, but lingering heavy rainfall from the remnants of Roslyn could lead to flooding and possible landslides over coastal west and central Mexico. My name is Lance Pry, and thanks for listening as we get this Monday underway. USA Radio News. Wendy's new French toast sticks are so delicious, some are saying that they're better than their mom's breakfast. Excuse me, did you just say Wendy's new French toast sticks are better than my breakfast? Mom, is that you? 
answer the question. I said some people are saying that because they're so crispy on the outside and fluffy on the inside and perfect in every way. Uh-huh. And what do you think? I think it's time to tell people to choose wisely. Choose Wendy's new sweet and crispy homestyle French toast sticks. That's still not an answer. I participate in U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Uh, I shouldn't nitpick the malaprops because Lord knows I have them several times an hour. But when you write news, you write it. I mean, you actually write it down. I don't write anything down. I might read something off the internet for a second, but I don't write anything down. And I bring that up because at the top of the newscast, the guy said, for years, wrestling star Dwayne The Rock Adams has been trying to play Black Adam in a movie for years. So it, it began and ended for years. Someone wrote that. An editor looked at it and approved it, I guess. Is it the same person? Uh, which reminds me of the American Dodgeball Association of America. <laughs> or when you're in boot camp in the Marine Corps, what do you have to begin in every sentence with? Correct. Yes, sir. Or sir. Sorry, not yes, sir, but sir. You little maggot, why is your footlocker out of order? Sir, the recruit has no excuse, sir. So anyway, for years, he's been trying to play Black Adam for years. The keyword for years. All right, 1-800-878-PLAY is the number to get in and get heard. We're going to talk a little college football. It's going crazy down there. And whenever I talk college football, and especially we're bringing in Tony Barnhart, who went to the University of Georgia, wrote for the Atlanta Constitution Journal. And I just think about like how I know the Raiders, their history, inside and out and this is why i was a perfect host for the pre and post game show because i know what i'm talking about when it comes to that team there are people like that for college football teams and we've talked to a couple of them already this year we had one down in ut as well but tony barnhart i'll bring up something going back before herschel walker i could bring up fran tarkenton and he probably would have a, you know what i'm going to ask him that i'm going to bring i'm going to ask him to bring up a good fran tarkenton anecdote for me them Georgia Bulldogs, they gonna get you, bugger. 
University of Georgia, Athens, Ugga the Third. All right. Also, Catherine, uh, Kathleen, I should say Kathleen Haran, and Richard Lapchick. 1 800 878 play as a number to call. 1 800 878 7529 if my guests don't show up. And you can get in and get hurt. Twitter is at Rick Tittle. Come on back. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328. That's 800-293-0328. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153-800-943-2153-800-943-2153. That's 800-943-2153. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey, check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. 
Check me out. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, nationally syndicated out of San Francisco and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's always great on Mondays to check in with one of the Super 16 pollsters, which is a collaboration between the Football Writers Association of America and the National Football Foundation. Go to footballfoundation.org to see how you can get a vote and merch as well. It's our pleasure to bring back to this show from TMG Sports, longtime Atlanta Constitution journal writer as well, Tony Barnhart. Tony, welcome back to the show. And I was just telling people that I, I think you knew more, you know more about Bulldog football than anybody, and that I bet you probably have a pretty good Fran Tarkenton anecdote, do you? Uh, I, yes, several, but the one I always liked the most was the 1959 Auburn-Georgia game in Athens. Uh, Georgia was trailing late, and Fran Tarkenton had a play in his mind all week that wasn't part of their game plan, so he kneeled down and he drew the play up in the dirt, in the dirt, or the grass, and told Bill Heron, his wide receiver, he said, when I snap the ball, don't go out. Wait 1,001, 1,002, then do a corner post. And when you see it on the film, it's just beautiful. Heron comes open, throws a touchdown pass. Georgia wins 13-7, to I guess it was, and wins the SEC championship. I knew you'd have one, Tony. Thank you for that. Now, speaking of them dogs, it's pretty much a consensus now throughout the voting that they are the number one team right now. They're going to get Florida. Uh, and I think about the Gators quarterback, Anthony Richardson. He has not faced a, uh, uh, a defense like this right now. And I know the dogs had a little bit of a scare against Missouri, but since then they've uh -huh. been playing really well. What do you think about this game? Well, uh, physically, I think Georgia is just deeper, much, much deeper, much more athletic. Uh, Florida they they had a lot of issues on their roster. Billy Napier had a lot of things to fill. And, and, and when you've got Anthony Richardson, he's he's very athletic. He's got a big arm, cannon for an arm, but he's still he's still learning how to play the position. So uh, I'm I'm not saying that Georgia's going to cruise down there because I've been I've been down there to too many of these games. I've seen weird things happen, and but uh, I do think Georgia will win. When I look at the list, too, and that's what I love about this polls, it's transparent, and there's only 16 teams, so there's going to be, everybody's pretty good. Um, more people are giving love to Penn State than you. They barely make the poll. Is there anything that the Nittany Lions are lacking? Uh, how about a run defense when they played Michigan? Uh, mm -hmm. they, that, that is, that's the kind of loss that will stick with you. Michigan didn't just beat Penn State. They took them out behind the woodshed, as we say in the South and wore them out. So I'm just not sure. I'm not sure Penn State is going to be able to get over that loss. Now, if they win, they went out, okay, fine. But uh, beat Ohio State, great. But right now, I think that loss to Michigan is sort of looming over the Penn State's head. Speaking of Ohio State, um, just about everybody in the poll has Ohio State over Tennessee. You're liking the Vols at two. They are impressing you. They are, they are impressive. I mean, C.J. Stroud is going to challenge for the Heisman Trophy. Uh, we, we got three quarterbacks that are playing just lights out right now. Of course, Hendon Hooker at Tennessee and Bryce Young, who won it last year. So uh, I, I think Stroud's got a very good chance. It, I, I am looking, really looking forward to the Ohio State-Michigan game because Michigan is much more physical um, than they've been in the past. and I'm kind of anxious to see the way that game goes.
Yeah, we have to wait like what six more weeks for that game. <laughs> it's just... November twenty sixth. Oh my gosh! All right, a little more than four more weeks. Let's talk about Ohio State though, because they're going to Penn State. You were just we were just talking about them. Uh, C.J. Stroud in front of a very hostile environment, and I know the Nittany Lions got on a winning track over the Golden Gophers. So, uh, how do you see this moment for the Buckeyes? Oh, I, I think the Buckeyes will be fine. I think they'll they'll do they'll do what Michigan did, and they'll they'll concentrate on running the ball, and then go play action with C.J. Stroud making big big plays over the top of the defense. I think uh, it's a great atmosphere, but I, I like I like Ohio State somewhat comfortably in this one. Kentucky, who is ranked in the top twenty-five, that's not our poll, but they're going to be at Knoxville, and this will be kind of a fun QB battle between Hendon Hooker, who's an outside Heisman candidate, and Will Levis, who some people think might be the first quarterback in the draft. What do you think about those two? Well, the thing is, it, 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 this this is a rivalry. This is a big rivalry. The problem is. Just looking at Tennessee, having watched them several times now, I, I don't think you can beat them unless you score 42, 45 points. And frankly, Kentucky's not set up to do that. I mean, Kentucky's game, if they could call it any way they run it any way they want to, they get uh, Chris Martinez to run the ball 35 times, milk the clock, limit the possessions that Hendon Hooker has, and then try to steal it at the end. I mean, that's, that's their game plan. They've got to run the ball. And the only way to control Hendon Hooker that offense is keep him standing over there on the sidelines. And, and if Kentucky can do that, if they can run the ball, you know, get 35, 40 minutes time of possession, they could win a game like this. I just don't see that happening. Tennessee's too explosive. Michigan State's going to the big house against those uh, Wolverines we were talking about. And the Wolverines' defense has been great all year. The Spartans have struggled offensively. It doesn't look like much on paper, but – the Spartans have won two straight in this series. That thriller last year what was at 37-33. So, in yeah. a rivalry rivalry game, you can't take your eyes off the prize. But does Sparty have a chance here? Sparty has a chance, but I don't think a great chance. And that, and that's my, my son-in-law's a, a Michigan State grad. So, uh, I'd, I'd like to see Michigan State win for him, but I don't. Uh, I don't see it. They simply aren't the same team they were a year ago uh, when they had Walker. To control the uh, running attack, so we'll uh, uh, like to see Sparty win. I just don't see it. Oklahoma State is going to Kansas State, and this is a pick'em according to a lot of the mm -hmm. uh, casinos. And uh, I guess this would be an elimination game for a spot in the Big Twelve Championship game. But what do you think about the Pokes over at K State? Uh, I like what what they're doing at K State, but I, I was impressed that the Oklahoma State came back uh, after losing last week. So I, I, I like I like Oklahoma State. I think Mike Gundy's done a, done a very good job with this team, and uh, I think they take care of business. You know, it's funny. I was thinking about USC, who had that loss in Salt Lake City and then a bye. So they're going to be in Tucson, and, and Arizona is not good. I'm just thinking about what is Lincoln Riley going to going to draw up? Is this going to be not as close as, as I think it is? Because I think this is going to be a game where USC is going to try and put a 60 spot on them. Uh, I think USC's got something to prove because, every, listen, everybody's talking about Oregon and the way that Oregon's playing since the opening loss uh, to Georgia. So I think, I think, I think USC's got something to prove. they got the weapons to do it with. I, I don't see this one as being close at all. 
And then how about the uh, the fighting Gamecocks? Mizzou's going to come over. Um, they're sort of rising up right now late. Any love for South Carolina? Well, they've, they've, they've won four in a row since mm-hmm. uh, since they lost to Georgia. What was it, 48-6, something like that. And Shane Beamer's done a really good job with this team. Now they don't have enough. They don't have enough bodies uh, to play the really good teams. But they're not playing one of the really good teams. They they've still got Missouri and Vanderbilt. They could stretch that winning streak out to six, which would be something great in Shane Beamer's uh, second year. And I think uh, I think they figured some things out. They're playing a little Beamer ball. Ran a kickoff, the opening kickoff, in fact, for a touchdown last week. Uh, and so uh, I think I think they're feeling pretty good now. They still they still can't match up to the Tennessees of the world or the Georgias of the world, but they can the other teams in, in the conference they can match up pretty well. Last question for you: Some of the pollsters have given Syracuse fifteenth uh, or a sixteenth spot. They didn't make your poll. Notre Dame is going to be heading up there to uh, Northern New York State. What do you think about the Orange as one of the more surprising teams? Well, honestly, I, now I will say this: going into the game with Clemson, I thought I thought Syracuse's six and zero was a soft six and zero. But I have to admit, I, I they I thought they played well and uh, put themselves in a position to actually to win that game. Uh, but uh, Gary Trader has done a really good job for them. Uh, I, I like I like Syracuse in this game. I'm I, I still think Marcus Freeman's trying to figure out a bunch of things as the head coach of the Irish. So I, I like I like Syracuse in this game. There he is, Tony Barnhart, TMG Sports, part of the Super 16 poll, which is a collaboration between the Football Writers Association of America and the National Football Foundation, Football Foundation, or go there and learn how you can also vote and get some of that merch as well. Tony, always great stuff. Thank you so much. All right, you bet. All right, we'll come on back on the other side with Kathleen Horan. I'm Rick Tittle. secret to putting extra money back in your pocket then switch your car insurance and now you can make one phone call and shop dozens of insurance companies just like buying airline tickets where it's easy to make one call that has all the best deals we have great deals with most of the major top rated insurance companies we are your superstore for car insurance we've switched people from their expensive car insurance plans and saved them hundreds of dollars a year If you think you're paying too much for your car insurance, call now. It's easy to switch, and in five minutes, yes, just five minutes, you'll learn how much money you can save on your car insurance. Save yourself some money this year. Call now for your car insurance. Call e-insurance now for your free car insurance quote. 800-298-9093. 800-298-9093. 800-298-9093. That's 800-298-9093. Listen up, guys. Are you experiencing any of the following? Fatigue, less drive, poor performance? If so, you may be one of the nearly 30 million men in the U.S. today dealing with ED. 
But did you know you don't have to pay hundreds for a prescription anymore? And you don't have to deal with the hassle of seeing the doctor or the embarrassment of going to the pharmacy for a certain pill. Now, with one free call, you can find out how Herbal Virility Max can help you feel like a man again. For over a decade, Herbal Virility Max has helped guys just like you put a smile back on their face with improved performance and drive. Call today and ask about our buy one, get one free offer. 800-761-9334. That's 800-761-9334. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free price. Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. That's 800 915 9654. I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. That painting is bad. so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. Well, 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 how about that? And uh, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show filmmaker Kathleen Haran, and she has directed a documentary called The Return of Tanya Tucker featuring Brandy Carlisle, which made its premiere at uh, South by Southwest. It'll be opening here on October 28th in uh, San Francisco at the Kabuki and the Metreon, and then November 4th at a bunch of other places as well. This is available from Sony Pictures Classics. Kathleen, welcome to the show. First of all, I hear Brandy Carlisle, and I'm already in right there. She's great. How did this all come together? Hey there. Thanks so much for having me on today. Um, so, yeah, let's get into it. I'll, I'll give you the, the story, which is a pretty interesting one. Um, I'd worked with Brandy in the past. I'd known her for about 15 years. We met through some mutual musician friends, Indigo Girls, and I did a couple projects with her. Um, and so we knew each other, and I got a text one Sunday morning from her wife that said, you want to hear something crazy? And so I did. So we uh, hopped on the phone, and I talked to Brandy, and she told me she had this opportunity to head back into the studio with Tanya Tucker for making her first record of original music in 17 years. Um 
and she asked, well, she had spoken to Rick Rubin, who had worked with Johnny Cash, American Recordings, getting his uh, guidance and advice on how do you work with a legend and your hero. And uh, one of the things he said to her was, make sure you document it. Um, so she asked me to do it, and I said, uh, yes. All right, I think I said, hell yes. And then, uh, when do we start? And she said, tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so pulled together a crew in a couple hours, and uh, we be- began rolling. We didn't know for sure if Tanya was going to show up. Um, but, yeah, that's the beginning of the story of the film. So, look, Tanya Tucker, we all know the name, and uh, kind of people might call her a hellraiser, but she is a legend. So how did she yeah. sort of slip out of the spotlight? So, um, and that's kind of what the film leads you towards, the narrative of what, what went on with her and why she took this time off. But I think in a lot of ways, she, her, so her father was her manager, her lifelong manager, and she was very close with her parents. And when her father passed, uh, she kind of lost her way a little bit and just needed to step back and figure out if she wanted to do this thing anymore. And so I think Brandy's presence and their relationship very much, at least, I mean, no one could ever take the place of Bo Tucker or step into those shoes, but I think uh, Brandy's sort of steady force is what helped, and Shooter Jennings, by the way, who co-produced the record, who was a huge part of making this happen, Waylon Jennings' son, um, really, the two of them brought it together and got her feeling at home and comfortable again and ready to, uh, you know, test herself and, and get back into the saddle, as it were. So what about a new style, a new sound? Is that something that she was trying to create? Um, I honestly don't think that she was. I think at first she wasn't actually sure about the record. And even, you know, Tanya's a, a, a perfectionist and a vocal master. So she's very tough on anything that she does, anything that she puts out. So I think that she was willing to try something new and and something that felt like a bit of, a, you know, definitely a different style, not just musically, but the way they recorded this record. Because she would, you know, hadn't been doing these kind of vocal comp tapes, takes in the booth like they did and like they do making records today. You know, she was coming in with no headphones on and laying out one take vocals in, you know, 17, 20 years ago when she last recorded. So I think, you know, and I have to say that's one of the most amazing things about capturing this is that she chose to step into something new and be vulnerable, and trust the process, which not a lot of people would do. Right, and it's always fun, and I know this from being around sports, uh, to see excellence and to see, I don't know if I want to use the word genius, but when you see Tanya Tucker and Brandi Carlisle kind of exploring this new friendship built on that artistry and that talent, that must have been something to behold. Yeah, I mean, I've been in a lot of studios, and I'd never experienced and, and they're always incredible to be around the creation of music. But there is something extraordinary about this. And, and the, the friendship that they created, Brandy and Tanya, and the trust that developed, um, and just watching this process with an absolute great, you know, as we talk about in the film, or Brandy says about Tanya, you know, she inhabits these vocals like a preacher. It's, you know, these, these songs sound like she wrote them. And, and one of the songs we trace the creation of, the writing, Brandy and Tanya co-wrote it together. Mm. But you really get to see this creative process and, and the challenges and the emotional difficulties that go with, you know, pushing into something new. And then the music is just, like, beyond. On day two, I, we were all 
definitely feeling like, oh, this is heading to a Grammy nomination, not that awards matter, but for validation for Tanya, you know, it, it, it seemed like entirely possible. And I will say I have a background in sports, working a lot with Nike and making films in that way. So a lot of this film is also structured a little bit towards that, like, you know, reaching towards the goal, like a sports documentary where, you know, it's, it's coming down to the wire and are they going to pull it out in the end? Hmm. The other thing is, too, I mean, you've been so accomplished. I mentioned South by Southwest. You've been at Tribeca. You've been at Con. What's it like when you put something together and you throw it in front of discerning eyes and they actually like it because you never know until they watch it? Yeah, I mean, it's always terrifying. And, and, and the, you want the audiences, you know, to enjoy it if you spend you know, a couple years of your life putting something together. So that is like, that's the moment. And you show it to a small group of people to get feedback. But when you put it out for the masses, you know, you hope that it's going to be received in the way that you intended. And so far, and, and for this one in particular, too, you know, Tanya didn't, she chose to see the film at South by and its premiere, um, which and with her along with her family. And that's the other part. It's like you want the subjects to also also enjoy it. Um, and and feel like you know that it's the truth and this is the reality of of the journey that we experience together so you know so far so good we've had a lot of great response and people walk away from the film feeling a lot of joy um you know and hope for the future because tanya shows that you know at 60 years old your whole life is still could just be beginning ahead of you now will fans demand these two go on the road together now um, they actually, so I will say that they, we have an original song created for the film. Um, so after While I'm Living was made, which is what the film traces, that record creation, they went back into the studio, Aunt Shooter and Tanya and Brandy, and they have a new record coming out in, I think, June of next year. And Tanya and Brandy co-write uh, like half or, or most of the songs together on this record. So they're already working together, and then they're both back out on the road, and then occasionally they'll step in and play with one another at different shows when it works out together, which is just magic. Just have about a minute. Your favorite three to five minutes of this film, do you know what it is? Um, it's the, in, There's a scene where Tanya's on her tour bus about to go in to play on the exit in in Nashville, and she gets a phone call from her hero, Loretta Lynn, encouraging her uh, through her fears to get back out there on stage. At the time, it was my favorite scene because I thought, my God, I have two legends on the phone together, and she's just saying, hey, honey, you get out there and you do it. You're my hero. Um, and now, you know, that holds so much more weight uh, than, it, than it did before, obviously, since we lost her. Very cool. Director Kathleen Haran. The film is called The Return of Tanya Tucker. It is available from Sony Picture Classics. It'll be out here in San Francisco at the Kabuki and the Metreon on the 28th, and then all over the Bay Area November 4th uh, and elsewhere uh, as well. Kathleen, congratulations on the film, and thanks for coming by. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Sure. You know, a lot of times with celebrities, we kind of think, uh, what has he done lately? You know, I thought it was funny the other day was talking to somebody and goes, I haven't heard anything from that Chris Pratt in a while. <laughs> what are you, nuts? He's in everything. He's voicing, interacting it. So if people are going to say, I haven't seen that Chris Pratt for a while, 
you can imagine what happens. And I also think too, and I heard this story one time that a lot of females, as they start to age, they don't want people to look at them and go, ew, you got old, which is so cold-blooded. It's like that old line in that Liam Neeson movie where the wife said, every time you get a crack in your face, you get more distinguished. Every time I get a crack in my face, I look more like a witch. It's hard sometimes, so it's good to see Tanya Tucker back and doing her thing. Come on back. We have Richard Lapchick on the other side. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this. But you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. 
Oh, I would love that. And then maybe afterwards we can go field herping. That's when you go out and you look for reptiles. Rick Tittle once threw a tennis ball at a donkey. All right, I feel bad about that now. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, nationally syndicated out of San Francisco and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's a pleasure to welcome to the show Richard Lapchick, a human rights activist and uh, so much more. And it's got some uh, great uh, stories and anecdotes to tell. Richard, I remember when I was uh, a teenager, uh, I was in Germany, and I toured Dachau, and it had a profound effect on me, especially as a German-American, what I saw. And uh, from what I understand, you, you had a similar experience, didn't you? I did. I did. I was uh, I'm the son of a Hall of Fame basketball player who wanted nothing more than to become another Hall of Fame basketball player and wanted to stay home and work on my game. I was 14 years old, and my dad persuaded me to go to visit my sister in Germany uh, with my mom, and his, his carrot was that he would get me to go to the Rome Olympic Games. So on the way to Rome, we stopped in Dachau, and suddenly basketball wasn't so important, and it literally changed my life, seeing what people were capable of doing to other people in the name of race and religion and ideology. And then for you... Um you know, we think about apartheid, which seems kind of like a an 80s and 90s thing. You you were in the 70s. You were outwardly trying to uh, stop apartheid in your own way, weren't you? Yes, I was the uh, American leader of the sports boycott of South Africa. And we didn't really have many sports contacts with South Africa, but by the mid-1970s, all of the European countries were boycotting South Africa. So... I knew that sooner or later they were going to start to come to the United States, and the first team to come was a Davis Cup team that came uh, in February of 1978. This did not go unnoticed when Mandela became president, and didn't he invite you over? Yes, well, what happened with that protest was that um, I went down to Nashville where the matches were supposed to be held, to try to get everything canceled, and the African governments had asked me to announce they would boycott the 1984 Olympic Games if this team was allowed to come. So we held a press conference um, right before my final speech of the week at Vanderbilt University and uh, made the announcement, and all three networks were there covering, and Dick Schapp, who was then the correspondent for NBC Nightly News, came up to me and said, the financial backers of the Davis Cup had pulled out. It looked like the matches were going to be canceled. I announced that to the crowd, which was an anti-apartheid crowd. They went crazy. When I flew home to Virginia that night where I was teaching, I thought maybe for the first time in my life I had done something worthwhile. But the next night I was working late in my college office, which was in the school's library. The library closed at 10.30. At 10.45, there was a knock on the door, and I assumed it was campus security routinely checking because they saw a light on. But instead, there was two men wearing stocking masks who proceeded to cause liver damage, kidney damage, a hernia concussion, and carved the N-word in my stomach with a pair of office scissors. 
Well, that night lying in the hospital, I knew that if people had gone to the length they did to try to stop me that night, and I reflected back on my father, who was not only, as I said, a Hall of Fame basketball coach, but in 1950, as the coach of the Knicks, he signed the first black player in the history of the NBA to integrate the league. And I, for my earliest memory, was looking outside my bedroom window in Yonkers, where I was raised, and saw his image swinging from a tree with people under the tree picketing. And for several years after that, I'd pick up the extension phone at home. There was racial epithet after racial epithet being hurled at him. As a five, six, and seven-year-old boy, I had no idea what any of that meant, except a lot of people hated my best friend. And I later would realize that as the coach of the Knicks, that's what he had done. So anyway, lying in that hospital bed that night, I realized that if people had gone to the length to try to stop him then, and what they tried to do stopped me that night, they must have thought that what we were doing using a sports platform to address racism was having an effect they didn't want to see continued. So I decided I was going to spend the rest of my life doing just that, using that sports platform to address racism and then other social justice issues as well. It's absolutely fascinating. We're speaking with Richard Lapchick, and you, you basically, there was an attempted murder on you, and um, did they catch the perpetrators? No, and I don't think they were trying to murder me. I think they were trying to scare me, which obviously <laughs> they did a pretty good job of that. Mm-hmm. Um but I, uh, I, I don't think the police really ever looked for them. Um, the story went on. Four days later, the local police leaked to the press that they thought I had self-inflicted these wounds, that I had done this to myself for personal publicity. And we went down to uh, talk to the detective in charge of the investigation the next day. And he said he believed me, but why don't I take a lie detector to prove that it had happened the way I said it did. And I said that I, I have a PhD in international race relations. I studied the American civil rights movement. I said, I know what, how the police have used lie detectors with civil rights activists in the past. It's unlikely that I'm going to agree to do that. Um, but I said I would call all the leaders in, this, in the organization that we had put together to try to stop the South African team. And it was all the major civil rights leaders in the country. And I said, if they think I should uh, take the lie detector for the good of the anti-apartheid movement, then I'd agree. So that night I spoke to them all. They all said absolutely refused to take it. Um, and uh, I informed the media the next day when they called me because the police had leaked to the media that they had asked me to take a lie detector that I wasn't going to take it based on principle, but the reaction was obviously a negative one in a, in a southern climate like Virginia was at the time. And um, you can imagine what the press was like for a few days. So I decided I would go back to Nashville and try to get the focus back on South Africa. And when I did, I realized nobody really cared about South Africa anymore. It was, did Lapchik do it? Didn't Lapchik do it? So I flew to Washington and had an FBI operative privately administer me a lie detector and flew to New York City and had a civil rights medical examiner examine my body. And we released the results of those two tests. Um, at a press conference at the United Nations, and it seemed to put the, the story, that part of the story, to rest at least. Have uh, any party, I would think one in particular, tried to get you to, to run and represent them as a politician? People flirted, flirted with that years ago, but not, not recently. And, and I just thought there was too much compromise that would be necessary that I, I would be more, more effective as an activist than as a politician. What do you think about today with this tribalism, whereas the two sides literally can have a conversation? And I 
was thinking, you know, to name drop, I had Bill Maher on the show a couple of months ago, and I said, I remember, you know, Tip O'Neill and Reagan would go get a drink. I mean, that, that seems like that would be impossible these days. What do you think about this, uh, as I, I mentioned, this uh, tribalism we have now? Well, the divisiveness in America is frightening because I'm not sure I see an ending to it. That that can be a positive ending. My, uh, I was invited to speak at the Vatican a couple of weeks ago, and... Mm. The day I arrived, um, the Italian government changed, and a woman who was a, a self-proclaimed fascist had become prime minister of Italy. Wow. And there are some, you know, real white right-wing heads of state in in Europe, as well as the, what we had experienced several years ago with Donald Trump. And the midterm elections are obviously, you know, in front of us in less than two weeks, and. My understanding is there's going to be a bigger voter turnout than in the history of the midterm elections, largely because the country is so divided and people want to express that division that they represent. When you were a president of uh, TIDES, which is the Institute for Diversity and Ethics in Sports, for people listening, you think about how now we have NIL, name, image, likeness, come into college sports. Um, and then we have people, of course, as obviously when there's money to be made, the athlete will be taken advantage of as well. Are we kind of in the wild west right now about regulating state by state the NIL rules? Yeah, I think that's a really good point. And if, if we don't get some kind of uniform legislation that makes it uh, uniform across the country, um, it's going to be exactly what you just called it a while west. It is that right now, where you know certain universities are, you know, just flat out saying we're going to pay our athletes to come here a lot of money, and and those athletes are going there. Uh, it's obviously in their self-interest uh, to get the the highest pay that they can possibly get, and those athletes that are dealing with NIL are probably not that interested in the educational aspect of it, but just showcasing their talents. When you won the uh, Rainbow Coalition Award from Jesse Jackson and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar gave it to you, you, you and Kareem are longtime friends, right? We are. Um, I was recruited by Power Memorial High School, which is the school where he went. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't go there, but became friends with the coach, and the coach invited me to his nation basketball camp. I mean, there were no college coaches, let alone high school coaches, having basketball camps in 1961. But this guy was starting it, and he brought five of his white players and a black player um, to the camp and and myself. And one of the white guys who's been a D1 coach for the last 35 years was dropping the N-word on the black guy, and I challenged him at the end of the third day. He literally knocked me out cold. The black guy was then Lou Alcindor, and Kareem and I have been lifelong friends since then. Uh just saw him up in Boston a couple of weeks ago, went to his 75th birthday party this summer. I was one of his two guests when he got the Presidential Medal of Freedom from Barack Obama. He asked me to speak when the uh, statue was unveiled at the Staples Center. Mm. But what was important to me as a 15-year-old white kid uh, was that I suddenly had a young urban African-American lens to see what racism was doing in his community and other communities of color. And it was at that point that I decided that I wanted to spend the rest of my work my life working in the area of civil rights as a 15 year old, not knowing what that would mean, but that is in effect what led me to do things that I did do. 
No, it's astounding all that you've done. And we just have time. I want to ask uh, about your um, shutout trafficking. Uh, I mean, we, we've heard about human trafficking. We always think it's some corner of Asia. It, it happens right here in this country as well. What, what We're getting more and more uh, aware of it, but is it helping? Well, the awareness is certainly helping because we can't deny it. I mean, you, uh, just in the last 30 days, these are among the cities. I just put this together today for something else uh, where human trafficking has been reported. Bryan, Texas, uh, Daytona, Florida, Des Moines, Iowa, Frankfort, Kentucky, Gainesville, Florida, Janesville, Wisconsin, Lancaster, South Carolina. The list goes on. The reason I'm say saying those names, I've never heard of any of those places uh, for the most part. And there were 30, 32 instances of human trafficking arrests just let in the last 30 days, and mostly in places that, you know, I don't know about. It's happening in every nook and cranny of the country. There he is, Richard Lapchick. Fascinating stuff. Richard, uh, thank you for coming on, and uh, look forward to catching up with you again soon. I look forward to it. Thank you for having me on. All right, good stuff. What a life that guy has led. How much help has he done to the world? I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. We'll come on back on Sports Byline. fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. No offense, but are you a little fat when you look in the mirror? 
How would you like to learn the secrets to lose three to five pounds a week easily without joining the gym or going through any crazy diets? It's called Body Sculpt by Med Diet. For the last two decades, we've been helping people just like you that have pounds they want to shed. We've helped millions of people lose thousands and thousands of pounds over the years. And now it's your turn. Learn the secrets of how to lose weight with one simple phone call. You'll see an amazing difference in a matter of days. Don't believe us? We'll offer you a money-back guarantee. If you're ready to start losing weight right now, call right now to learn more about your risk-free order to Body Sculpt. Call for your risk-free offer. Rick Tittle is a majestic stallion. Oh, I have that effect on people. By the way, if you go to my uh, social media, which is just two things, there's a fan page started by Raider Kev back in the day in Carolina. That's Tittle Eddie Sports with Rick Tittle fan page, Facebook. Um, <clears throat> and then on Twitter, I usually do a postings on both, sometimes just Twitter if it's just a little quip. Um, but I have a picture of uh, that I took that I think looks pretty cool. So if anybody steals it, I will sue them. Now, I'm not going to talk. I steal photos all the time. So lots of photos from the internet. Anyway, um, it's the Liberty Bell, and then behind it with the glass wall, you can see Independence Hall. And I took that picture, hard to believe it was five years ago, my uh, first Army-Navy radio row. And by the way, heading back to Philly in less than two months now. Six weeks, I guess. Yikes. Somewhere in there. Seven weeks. Um, but it was, um, we had our morning meeting, and then I was going to do my show. It was going to start noon Eastern. And the first hour was ruined by Scott. But anyway, um, and so I had a chance to go out. I had a couple hours. I had to come back, do like an hour to get set up. I had a couple hours after the breakfast to go run out and see the Revolutionary War Museum, which was amazing, Independence Hall, and the Liberty Bell. And I remember it was about six blocks from where I was at the hotel, and my hands and my face were frozen <laughs> by the time I got there. And I thought, do I really have to Uber six blocks? I did walk it back, but man... There's cold, and then there's East Coast cold that I'm not used to. But anyway, Philadelphia, rooting for the Phillies. Check out that picture, which I think is pretty cool. I'm Rick Tittle, and we'll take a hard news break. Come on back. we got Hour 3 coming right up.
USA Radio News with Lance Pride. A federal judge has ordered Dr. Anthony Fauci and Jen Psaki and other Biden officials to be deposed as part of a lawsuit against the Biden administration. A court order from the United States District Court for the Western District of Louisiana concluded that Fauci's high-profile public comments have made him a key figure from the attorneys general of Louisiana and Missouri who allege that collusion between the Biden administration and social media companies to censor news stories damaging to the White House. This includes the Biden laptop findings, COVID-19 origins, and security of voting by mail during the pandemic. Soft on crime has cost the lives of two nurses as they were murdered by a parolee with an ankle monitor who walked inside the Methodist Dallas Medical Center in Texas Saturday morning. 30-year-old Nestor Hernandez was let out on parole for aggravated robbery before killing the nurses for unknown reasons. Cops shot and wounded the suspect, and he was taken to another hospital to recover. As President Biden released more oil from the Strategic Petroleum Reserves in an effort to temporarily lower the price, it's been discovered the United States is down to 25 days of diesel supply. Figures were provided by the Energy Information Administration and shows diesel stockpiles are at their lowest level since 1993. A skydiver has died after a hard landing from a pregame jump at a Tennessee high school football game on Friday. Washington County Schools Superintendent Jerry Boyd said the diver jumped above David Crockett High School football stadium in northeastern Tennessee. That's in the towns of Jonesboro. Jump Tennessee, a company in Greenville, said the 55-year-old man worked with the company and had done more than 1,500 jumps in the past. Thanks for listening. It is well appreciated. We are USA Radio News. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for the needle in the haystack four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day ZipRecruiter the smartest way to hire and right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free that's right free just go to this exclusive web address ZipRecruiter.com slash free that's ZipRecruiter.com slash free ZipRecruiter.com slash free as talk of impeaching President Biden for his dereliction of duty on the southern border, one lawmaker speaks out. Way too often impeachment has been used as a political. Republican conference and the least impeaching President Biden is on the table if the GOP regains control in Congress. But at least one member of the Congresswoman's party is not necessarily on board with that plan. That was Congresswoman Nancy Mace during an appearance on CNN's Face the Nation. This is not the first time she has criticized impeachments. She suggested part of the reason she chose not to vote for impeaching former President Trump following the January 6th attacks was because due process was stripped away from the proceedings. I am not uh, interested in playing tit for tat. I am not interested in retaliation. Impeachment has been weaponized over the years, and we've seen that. Um, I really want us to be focused on the economy on tackling inflation with responsible policy. We also need to look at crime and immigration. From the Gulf Coast Radio News Bureau, I'm Tony Maruso.
Hurricane Roslyn has killed at least two people after making landfall near Santa Cruz on Mexico's west coast as a Category 3 storm on Sunday. The force of the storm is gone, but lingering heavy rainfall from the remnants of Roslyn could lead to flooding and possible landslides over coastal west and central Mexico. My name is Lance Pry, and thanks for listening as we get this Monday underway. USA Radio News. Wendy's new French toast sticks are so delicious, some are saying that they're better than their mom's breakfast. Excuse me, did you just say Wendy's new French toast sticks are better than my breakfast? Mom, is that you? Answer the question. I said some people are saying that because they're so crispy on the outside and fluffy on the inside and perfect in every way. Uh Uh-huh. And what do you think? I think it's time to tell people to choose wisely. Choose Wendy's new sweet and crispy homestyle French toast sticks. That's still not an answer. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, Coast to Coast, American Forces Radio Network. I don't know if I've had too many guests more fascinating than Richard Lapchick. Uh, Seriously, that was very cool. Uh, Coming up, we're going to get back into the frivolity of it all. J.D. Sharp, he's dumb. Now, uh, we'll talk uh, NFL, MLB with him as always. And uh, then we have a couple of uh, interviews Chris Winter will join us, and uh, also the comedian slash author Madison Malloy will be on the horn uh, as well. There is a report that the Carolina Panthers uh, had a massive trade offer that they declined, and uh, ESPN is reporting one team offered two first-round picks for defensive end Brian Burns. This was the guy I wanted the Raiders to pick, but they took Cleveland Furl. This is a guy out of Kentucky. He led the SEC in sacks, and I said, will you please draft Brian Burns? And they drafted Cleveland Farrell, <clears throat> John Gruden, and Mike uh, Mayock. But anyway, the they're in full tank mode, and of course they got a second, a third, fourth, and a fifth for McCaff from San Francisco. They already... Sent Robbie Anderson home less than 24 hours of being sent to the locker room for a sixth and a seventh. 
But still, two ones. The Panthers are clearly in the process of rebuilding, and two ones would have helped, but they didn't want to part with Burns because this is their cornerstone guy. And the GM there, Scott Fitterer, said that the team will always listen to trade offers, but he said he would not trade away Burns unless it was astronomical, and apparently two ones is not astronomical. And I agree with him. You have to keep at least one of your good players, right? Your, your good young players. So there are some people who feel that it's only about, um, you know, half picks. But it's actually, I think, about good players <laughs> as well. All right, 1-800-878-PLAY, uh, 1-800-878-7529. We'll take a quick break, come back with Judy Sharp on the other side. Are you like me? You have health insurance, but you don't have dental insurance. Do you need to get to the dentist right away? Maybe you need an implant or some other major service. Well, I found a dental insurance plan that's just right for you. It's called Spirit Dental. Spirit Dental offers a $100 lifetime deductible, a huge network of dentists. And here's the best part. There's no waiting periods. Yeah, that means you can call right now and have real dental insurance for you and your family tomorrow and get that immediate coverage you want. Spirit Dental has plans for just a few dollars a day, up to $5,000 annual maximum, and coverage for implants. Whatever age you are, the dental insurance you need is a free phone call away. Now don't wait, and be sure to ask about Spirit's vision plan. Here's the number, 800-634-0482, 800-634-0482. That's 800-634-0482. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? We can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents or having to waste time showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your house to foreclosure. If you have equity in your home, we'll buy your home and give you cash within days. All in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call now before your situation gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just need anymore and get the cash you need today. Call this number now. 800-950-8218. That's 800-950-8218. Paid for by Want to Sell. Right now, sports betting is the fastest growing industry in the world. To consistently cash tickets at the sports books, it's best to be armed with the right plays from the best sports bettors in the business. That's what you'll get at AgainstTheNumber.com. At AgainstTheNumber.com, you'll get specialists with decades of experience betting multiple sports at a high level and many sports-specific packages from the NFL to college basketball to cricket to soccer to the European tour that gives you a consistent edge on the sports book. For a highly skilled, reasonably priced team of premium sports handicappers focused on one thing and one thing only, beating the books at their own game. Visit AgainstTheNumber.com. That's AgainstTheNumber.com. Titillating sports. 
with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome, he's a genius. Thank you so much. Welcome back to hour number three. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast around the world on American Forces Radio Network. It is 12 after the third hour. That's when we check in with one of our friends over at AgainstTheNumber.com. And they are, quote, a highly skilled team of premium sports handicappers focused on one thing and one thing only, being the sports books at their own game. They cover every sport worldwide, from the NFL to college basketball to soccer to cricket to tennis to European hockey, and all of them are proven winners. Yeah, for full season, end of current season, one month, one week, one day, and one year special specific packages. Their prices are reasonable. Their tracking and distribution process is simple, and their results are real. Joining us once again is our friend J.D. Sharp, and uh, we'll get into the NFL in just a second. But we have our World Series participants, and even though the Astros are 7-0 and in the playoffs and a big favorite, I would think if there's one guy who has love for the fighting Phillies, is J.D. Am I right about that, J.D.? Absolutely, Rick. I said it last week. said it a couple weeks ago. I thought the Phillies would go deep. Wasn't sure if they'd actually uh, make it to the World Series, but I said last week that they would win the World Series. Astros are minus 170. That game starts on Thursday. I believe Justin Verlander will be the starter of that game. Um all these games have been going over. There's there's been a lot of a lot of runs that have been scored, and I mean I, I've seen teams hit the ball exceptionally well. Uh, I've seen, but like Jeremy Pena for example, he's a rookie. He had a three run bomb yesterday. The Yankees were up four nothing in in the top of the third, and they or sorry three nothing in the top of the third, and they gave up four, including that home run to Pena. I, I just think the Astros have been hitting. Exceptional. Now, granted, they do have a lot of talent. They've got Kyle Tucker. They've got Jordan Alvarez, who is one of the top three hitters probably in the American League right now. They've got Bregman. They've got Altuve. Uh, but the pitchers have been just unbelievably good. Christian Javier, Framber Valdez. Now, McCullers did get hit yesterday. Verlander's obviously been nails. But, no, I, I, I still think that the, the Phillies end up winning this. I think they win the World Series. I think Bryce Harper gets his first ring on his way to hopefully a Hall of Fame career. I'm a big Bryce Harper fan, despite the fact that he gets injured all the time. All right, interesting. Let's talk about tonight's NFL game on Monday Night Football. The Bears go to New England, and this isn't exactly a barn burner, but if, (laughs) uh, if Belichick wins, it'll be his 325th win, including playoffs, and that'll break a tie he has with Papa Papa Bear George Hallis, and then he'll be second only to uh, Don Shula, 325 to 347 wins. Um, and uh, like I said, this isn't a uh, – if it wasn't on Monday Night Football, I don't think a lot of people would be watching it, but there's no baseball. we got to wait like a week, basically, for baseball. So um, the Bears 2-4, and four, Patriots 3-3. Three and three. The Patriots look like they're giving up eight here. What do you think? <laughs> Honestly, these primetime games have been nothing short of horrific. I had the Steelers last night, plus seven and a half. They lost by six. Kenny Pickett looked really good until he just threw that crazy pass at the end of the game for interception number three. But the Bears have been really bad. I mean, really bad. Fields have been sacked 23 times. They actually have gotten 
quite a bit of yardage. They just can't do anything in the red zone. Uh, Fields has got a 54% completion percentage. They do have plenty of talent on the offensive line. They've got one injury with Cody Weider, but not a big deal. They've got all of their players back defensively. Kyler Gordon's been a pretty good rookie. He's another one of those Washington cornerbacks who has a pretty good, pretty good career in the NFL. Um, Patriots, I'm not sure if Jones or Zappi is going to start. Obviously, there's an incredible advantage between head coaches. There's, that that's clear at this point. The over-under is actually 40, which is high for the primetime games. Yesterday they had 26. I believe they had maybe 32 or 35 on Monday. I mean, they, they, they just, there's just not a lot of points that are scored on primetime games right now. Party wants to just tease the Bears and the over to like 34, over 34 and the Bears plus 13 and a half or something like that, maybe like 16 teaser. Um, I'm sorry, actually plus 14. But I, I don't know. I, I, I have a weird feeling that the Bears pray, play really well tonight. The, the Patriots do have some injuries at cornerback. I think they've been playing exceptional well. The Bears have a cornerback named Jalen Johnson who is – probably one of the top three or top five lockdown cornerbacks in the NFL. And if you look at the stats the last couple of weeks, Zappi hasn't exactly been tossing the ball around. He's been hitting Jacoby Myers for most of those. And I'm fairly certain that Jalen Johnson will have an easy job locking him down. They also have a lot of speed at linebacker with Roquan Smith, who should be able to handle Ramondre Stevenson out of the backfield. I actually prefer them from a talent perspective, but Justin Fields has just been so bad that it's really tough for me to, to, to put any type of money on this. But if I did, it wouldn't be on the Patriots. It would be on the Bears. And I would seriously consider taking the Bears and the over, Rick. You know, the, uh, the Buccaneers played a Panthers team, I'm not saying full tank mode because they could have traded Brian Burns, but still they're not doing anything this year. You got Walker at quarterback, and the Buccaneers could only score three points. Tom Brady came back for this. I think this is just really clear that Tom Brady needs a good tight end to be successful. He doesn't have even Cameron Brate. He has Keith and Kate Otten, two guys that no one really knows who they are. Uh, they need Gronk back, or they need to trade for Gusecki or something along those lines. Also, Mike Evans has dropped quite a bit of balls. Julio Jones has been hurt. The offensive line isn't playing very well. Yeah, Tom Brady, is. he actually was 32 of 49 for 290. Didn't throw any interceptions, but he just can't get into the end zone for some reason. The Buccaneers can't score points, and I think it has a lot to do with rhythm. Uh, and I think it has a lot to do with the tight end position. So, I, I mean, if I'm them, I, I give up two or three draft picks and get the best tight end I can possibly get. Say, hey, Tom, because, you know, with him, you never know. He may want to play till he's 50. He certainly could if he wanted to at this point. I think that's pretty clear. But, hey, Tom, we're going to give you a premium tight end, but we need you for three more years. And I think you would seriously consider that. I mean, the guy just loves winning and he loves football. So, But if they finish the year 5-10, and 10, or sorry, 5-12, and 12, or six and eleven, or even like a seven and ten. I think that Tom Brady would probably retire from the game, and in my opinion, that'd be a bad thing for the game. I'm a big Tom Brady fan. And then finally, the Niners had the best defense in football, and uh, the Chiefs, after a slow start, they got down ten to nothing. They basically could do whatever they wanted and put up forty-four points. Uh, where do the Chiefs go from here, and where do the Niners go from here? Well, Armstead was out. Mosley's out. I believe Shavarius Ward was out as well, so they had some injuries defensively. That's a tough matchup. With Actually, I'm not a big Juju Smith-Schuster guy, but he has, he's been targeted 35 times this year, and he's 
I'm sorry, 48 times here, and he's caught 35. That's about 75%. So he's he's way up there. When, when Mahomes targets him, he catches almost every single time. Um, I, I don't think the Niners are really are really in trouble at all. I like I like the move getting McCaffrey that offense fully operational with Kittle and Ayuk and S- Samuel and McCaffrey and even Trey Lance. If, if when that if that happens next year, I think and, and then getting like Trent Williams back, I, I think they'll be in pretty good shape regardless. But yeah, losing Mosley and and not having when you don't have your corner and you've got a quarterback who can place the ball really well, and the only corners you have are five eleven or five ten. Keep in mind. Mark, you know, Marquez Valdez Scantling is six five two ten and runs about a four three four. So he's he's kind of a freak out there. Mahomes still has weapons that he can throw the ball to, and he's good enough. He's smart enough that he is going to take advantage of those injuries when they take place, which is really what the Patriots have done for a long time. There he is, JD Sharp from AgainstTheNumber.com. JD, always great stuff. Thanks for chiming in. Hey, thanks a lot, Rick. You know, he's so right about these primetime games. And when I was growing up, the Raiders had a ridiculous Monday night football record. I think they were like 12-1. and 1. It's like if the Raiders were on Monday night football, they always won. This is before Thursday night football, Sunday night football, and all that other stuff. But uh, whenever they play on uh, national TV, they usually stink. And so does every other team. All right, come on back with Chris Winter. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Are you looking to start a business? From side hustles to major business opportunity? Franchise 123 connects franchise buyers with sellers. And we have over 4,000 franchises for you to choose from. In one simple 30-second call, our live agents will sign you up to the platform. This is not a hard sales call either. We give you free access to our database. Yes, free access, no cost. We are the largest online franchise database in the world. You can find 95% of all businesses. Buying a franchise doesn't have to be complicated. We make it easy. And right now, some have no startup fees. You can turn your special skill into a franchise business or go full scale with all the top franchise businesses in the world. Sign up with Franchise 123 now and get your free guide to franchise success now. Call 800-433-0539, 800-433-0539 or text FRANCHISE123 to 63566. Text FRANCHISE123 to 63566. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. 
You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Uh, what kind of music do you usually have here? Oh, we got both kinds. We got country and western. Tittle ate 200 chicken wings at your mama's house last night. Now back to Fat Boy. Welcome back to Sports Byline USA, coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show Chris Winter. And uh, he is a, a doctor and a consultant with the NBA, the, M, uh, the NFL, Major League Baseball, and the National Hockey League as a sleep expert. He's written couple books, The Sleep Solution and The Rested Child. And Chris, you know, first of all, welcome to the show, but we hear all the time we don't get enough sleep. And even though we know that, we still don't get enough sleep. So <laughs> how are you going to help us here? Well, hopefully we can just keep amplifying the same message, but maybe uh, deliver it in a little bit of a different way. I think that it's great for scientists and doctors like me to tell people, hey, you got to get your eight hours and exercise and floss. And you're going to do it or you're not going to do it. But one of the things I'm really excited about is a new podcast I'm a part of called Chasing Sleep, where it really kind of turns the table and comes at it from the perspective of the individual, the person like you who's running a news program and has to get up really early, or the ER doctor or the gamer, and kind of talks about their own struggles with getting that requisite amount of sleep and the things they did to make the changes in their lives more easier. I mean, it's easy for me to say what you need to do, but it can be very difficult to implement those changes. I work with athletes, man. <laughs> That's really hard sometimes to get those men and women to get the sleep that they need. Yeah, for me, because I've never really slept a lot, and I wish I could. It's just hard for me to go to sleep, and it's not like I'm filled with anxiety. It's just my mind is going. I like being awake, whether it's reading or watching TV, I don't know, playing video games, whatever it is, I just my mind is always going. And then when I get out of bed, I wish I would give anything. I would probably renounce my citizenship to get another hour of sleep <laughs> once I'm once I'm waking up. So just winding down, not being a night person, not going to bed every night at 2 a.m., what are some tips you have? Yeah, I, mean, I think that one thing that you could lean on uh, that might help is understanding that resting it can be almost as beneficial as sleep in some situations if you do it the right way. So 
the idea that you go to bed at 11 o'clock, you're not immediately sleepy, so you get up and start looking at sports headlines and planning your show during the day and figuring out who won the Padres game or whatever's got going on in your life. I mean, I think those things are very easy to sort of slip into the idea of if I'm not sleeping, this time I'm spending resting my body is worthless, so I should get up and go do something. I, I think it's fine if you're frustrated, but I think a lot of people should sort of value the power of rest or relaxation and use that as a tool to increase the amount of time that you're spending in bed, getting some sort of rejuvenation from that process. What would be maybe one of the things that you hear from people who say, uh, you know, I, I have fitful sleep. Uh, you know, I just, I, once I fall asleep, I keep waking up and I just, you know, I'm going to the bathroom and I'm up every hour. That can be a great sign that the quality of your sleep is problematic. We spend a lot of time, particularly in the media, talking about quantity. Got to get eight hours. If you don't get eight hours, you're going to have heart disease and dementia and all these things that we know are true. But we sometimes don't really talk about the quality of sleep. Well, what if grandpa's getting 14 hours of sleep, but every time he comes over and sits down at your house, he goes right back to sleep? This idea of people who can sleep anywhere, anytime, under any circumstance, that's not necessarily the mark of an all-star sleeper. So I think that anytime there's an individual who is struggling to breathe at night, snores loudly, talks, is fitful, sweats, anything that's giving you a little bit of a sign or a clue that the quality of the sleep that you're getting at night that is absolutely a good indicator that you might need to talk to a sleep expert about your sleep, a clinician uh, or somebody who is specially trained to help you overcome your sleep problems and improve your sleep health. And, uh, you know, there are a lot of people who are, maybe this isn't your realm of thinking, but people who are like have night terrors and they just can't shut off the horror, the furies in their brain. Is that something you deal with? It is. I mean, we're sort of a full-service sleep you know, stop in terms of whatever is affecting your sleep, we're, we're here to help you. So individuals who deal with sort of nightmares or nightmare disorders or parasomnias or acting out dreams and punching bad men who've broken into their bedroom at night that aren't there in their, in, in their sleep, we absolutely deal with those things. And, you know, a lot of times those individuals are being told that this is purely psychological uh, and it can be, but there can be real underlying sleep problems like sleep apnea that could be manifesting that individual as bad dreams or fitful nights of sleep. So once again, not just dealing with it, not you know being told by a friend, oh, some people have nightmares, it's you know, nothing you can do about it. Or one patient was told by their friend just to keep a butter knife under their pillow and that would keep the nightmares away. I mean, sure... As long as the knife's not too sharp, I don't have a huge problem with that. But I think that we can do better within the realm of medicine and science. So where are we with, this is very complicated, we really need to concentrate, or it's really not that complicated, just count some sheep. Like, where are we between all those things? Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, the counting sheep, uh, chasing sheep, chasing sleep, counting sheep, I mean, all these things are just basically utilizing distractions. Anxiety, fear is a huge negative and impediment to getting good sleep. So if somebody goes to bed worried about how long it's going to take them to fall asleep, or if they're associating their performance the next day with their sleep in that moment, like a lot of pitchers do. I've got to pitch 
a big game tomorrow. I always struggle to sleep the night before. You know, our job is to help them not only come up with strategies like counting, counting sheep. I often tell my pitchers, I want you to throw 30 perfect cutters. Imagine yourself doing that before you go to bed every night. We want to give people tools and techniques to really help them feel like they have control of their sleep and reduce that anxiety about what happens if you get into bed and sleep doesn't come right away. You know, a lot of those sort of tools, techniques, and really mental outlooks and, and mindsets are really on display on, on, on this podcast, Chasing Sleep, where individuals really talk about these fears. They're very real fears they have about their sleep and the things that they did personally to overcome them. What would be maybe one or two of the things you get the most from professional athletes? Uh, because, you know, I would think maybe in the 70s and the 80s, it's like, I party too much. But now they take care of their bodies. They have nutritionists and trainers. And so what's the deal now? They do. I mean, I still think with younger players, there is a sense of I can stay up all night, all night playing video games and still be the best player on the court or on the field. Mm-hmm. So it's really more... Uh, with that individual, a conversation about investment in your sleep. Yes, you can be great after a difficult night of sleep, or maybe you're somebody who's genetically more capable of dealing with sleep deprivation than others you've you know been on teams with before. But that doesn't last, and that certainly doesn't lend itself to optimizing sleep. The other thing you often see with, with athletes, they struggle with travel because they do a lot of it. And, and something that, that we, we talk about a lot is temperature. You know, a lot of athletes get hot at night. They sweat. And so, you know, making sure that the room and the bedding and the bed clothing is proper for them, it can be extremely helpful. So, you know, designing that perfect bedroom, that perfect mattress, that perfect pillow, that perfect temperature and noise machine and lavender spray, all those things can really sum to really improve an individual sleep and give them that sense of control that they desperately want. And then what about reaching out to, uh, you know, there are Eastern uh, philosophies about sleep. There are all sorts of things that, you know, we as Americans, we think we have all the answers and obviously we don't. I I couldn't agree more. You know, if you had set up an interview with my younger self right out of my sleep fellowship, I really didn't think much of those types of things, meditation, mindfulness, relaxation. I didn't have a problem with it, but that was that thing. I'm a man of science. And and the longer I go in this field, the more I realize that mindset, meditation, the energy that we bring to our bed every night is really everything. I, you know, People ask me all the time, give me one tip or you know, what's one piece of advice you can give me about sleep? The, the piece of advice I usually give people is if you can be equally as happy in bed asleep as you are awake, you're probably going to be an amazing sleeper, you know, where you sort of run towards that. It's a, it's a positive thing if you were to wake up and be awake a little bit at night because humans wake up at night. That's part of being on this earth. And so when we look at that always as a negative, an obstacle, something that has to be overcome, it's going to radically affect our performance the next day, we start to go to bed with a lot of fear. And if we can eliminate that fear and replace it with optimism, it can really help a lot of people. So let's uh, uh, tell everyone to get to the podcast, Chasing Sleep, and uh, where else can we find you, Chris? Sure. So my uh, 
Twitter and Instagram is Dr. Chris Winter, so Dr. Chris Winter. You can find me on there, and I try to put good information about sleep uh, when I can. Uh, sleep.com is an amazing resource uh, through Mattress Firm, just about good information about a variety of topics uh, on sleep. And my books are The Sleep Solution, Why Your Sleep is Broken and How to Fix It, as well as The Rested Child. But definitely check out the Chasing Sleep podcast. There are new episodes through November. I'm in some of them, but there's some really other amazing sleep experts that kind of lend color to these real, real stories that are on there. They're, it's a lot of fun. There he is, Dr. Chris Winter, sleep specialist, and uh, the four big leagues, they all lean on him. Lean on him yourself and check out the podcast, Chasing Sleep. Chris, thanks for coming on, man. We appreciate it. Hey, anytime. Sleep well, bud. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break, and we will come on back on Sports Bar. I'm a two I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328 That's 800-293-0328 Do you love driving, but you don't love your car payment? Open Road Lending can reduce your car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. It's easy to refinance your car payment. Just call today to get your no-obligation quote and find out how much you can save. To qualify for a lower car payment, your car should be less than 10 years old, have less than 125,000 miles, and you've made at least six on-time payments. Call Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your rate and your payment by refinancing. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. Call today and see how much you can save. 800-871-9417. 800-871-9417. 800-871-9417. 
That's 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. To me, it's like a mountain. A vast bowl of pus. his servants welcome back to sports byline usa coast to coast and around the world on the american forces radio network it's our pleasure to welcome to the show madison malloy where do i start on her she's a comedian she's an author she's a producer she's a podcaster and yes author because she has written a book after overcoming years of depression and anxiety which was induced by a high-stress job she had on wall street it's called Time to lighten the F up. Madison, uh, welcome to the show. Did your publisher like that title and try to steer you in a different direction? <laughs> they actually, they, they, I tried to veer away a little bit from it, and it was them that said, you know, this is the title, and uh, explicit words in uh, self-help books tend to do a lot better because they strike an emotion. Um, so when I first came up with the title, I was laughing, thinking it was funny, but I said, I can't really use that, and I'm really glad I did. Um, <laughs> we're loving it. It's striking an emotion, and it's making people laugh, which is great. Now, this says this book is, quote, kind of raunchy. What does that mean? <laughs> so I didn't hold back. I wanted unfiltered, raw, honest, uh, raw, honest take on self-help. And so I wanted to put in there kind of what people were really thinking about about the struggles of life. And so, uh, yeah, a lot of my jokes ended up in there. And I just wanted people to laugh because I feel when you laugh, you, you feel lighter. And also you remember things um, to apply the principles to your own life. So take us back. You're on Wall Street. What are you getting at? Is it just plain stock market? Is it, uh, you know, IPOs? Is it hedge funds? What's going on? So I was working actually in uh, the uh, fixed income area, the mortgage-backed security, which uh, was kind of created our uh, last financial crisis in 2008, uh, where everyone was getting mortgages, and then we were buying those up and structuring them into bonds and, and selling them off. So Everybody was kind of doing it, but uh, again, if something's too good to be true, it probably is, and um, it, everything kind of fell out beneath our feet and made everyone uh, reanalyze uh, kind of what was going on and what they wanted to do for their career path. I was one of them. I uh, took a brief stint in uh, e-commerce, and unfortunately, that didn't work out, and then I decided to go follow my dream, um, not really doing my full due diligence, realizing uh, the difficult road that was ahead of me. But, uh, you know, things happen for a reason. And uh, I'm, I have zero regrets, and I'm so glad I did it because now I'm finally living my dream. I was able to overcome depression and anxiety 
get out of my own way. And now I'm helping others do the same through my new book, Time to Lighten Me F Up, uh, which is actually spelled out, but we're on radio, so we can't say it. So, uh, yeah, go grab it on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. So how much do you put, like, personal relationships, how much do they get in the way of your happiness and or uh, provide a path to happiness? Because that's a very, uh, you know, it's a razor's edge to walk sometimes. It is. And I think that your relationships really kind of um, form either, you know, the happiness or the misery in your life. I think it's important that people kind of evaluate their relationships around them and the people that are closest to them. If you don't feel that uh, the people in your closest circle are lifting you up and encouraging you to grow and to reach success, then you need to change circles. Um, It's that famous quote that so many people have said, you show me your five closest friends, I'll show you your financial future or your happiness. And that couldn't be more true. And um, it's okay to remove some people from your life. You don't have to be angry at them or hate them or talk bad about them. But if it's better for your mental health and your sanity and your success to remove them, then then that's what you need to do. And people grow apart. So um, in the book, I actually touch on, um, you know, relationships and whether they're romantic or friendships or business colleagues. Um, There's so many beautiful friendships. Um, Just make sure you're surrounded by the right circle. And, um, you know, romantic relationships can cause people a lot of unhappiness and stress. And I always say if you're overthinking it or questioning how they feel about you, they don't like you. So it's better just to cut it and move on. And the block feature is a great feature um, to use if it's good for you just to cut them out, cut them out. Okay. Okay, we're speaking, uh, of course, here with uh, Madison Malloy, and uh, the new book is called It's Time to Lighten the F Up. So uh, you're on Wall Street, and, and I've been down there. I've taken a picture by the Bulls, Gonads, and all that. It's it's a very – I kind of it's, uh, for, a, for a city as big as New York, I find Wall Street stiflingly claustrophobic. Do you? Yes. And, you know, when people say Wall Street, it's it's not just the street anymore. It's more the banks in, in New York. Um, but, yes, it's uh, definitely a smaller street. A lot of history. If you haven't been down there, definitely check it out. It's pretty cool. So did you go down to, like, road. the cellar and the strip and Gotham, and you're like, I want to do that? Yes. Actually, the first show I ever went to was at the cellar. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I grew up always making my friends laugh and my family laugh and um, I said, I've got, I've got to try that. I've got to try that. And when I got on stage in 2010, February 2010, I um, was addicted. It was like a drug I, I couldn't couldn't ever replicate. So for you then, putting pen to paper, when did you think, you know what, I have a lot to share here. Uh, I need to write a book. Or did people say, Madison, you got to write a book? I never told anyone I I wanted to write a book because I didn't want the pressure of having to write a book. Mm -hmm. Um, So when I had some free time, I had a document on my desktop that was the outline of a future book. And I would work on it as I was overcoming my struggles and finally kind of stepping into opportunity and a life that I'm proud of. And uh, by the grace of God, I would pray for him to show me the way. And I ended up at a mastermind in Alcapulco, Mexico, with 12 CEOs, and one of them happened to be a publisher, and I showed him my outline, and he loved it, and 
I came back, I had a deal, and five months later, the book is now available. Wow. Five months. That's pretty good. Um, so (laughs) (laughs) the next to Madison podcast, and, and as we know, and you know, as a comedian, like getting on with, uh, you know, Rogan or Marin or Corolla is bigger than going on Fallon or Kimmel at this point. So getting into the podcast world, how's that for you? It's been good. You know, it took a lot longer to grow, uh, than expected. Seems like the story of my life. Um, but you know, perseverance is key and I stuck with it. And not only did the podcast, um, provide such great information for my listeners, but it was also uh, very insightful for me. And, uh, I became friends with a lot of the people that came on the show. I learned a lot um, about different subjects I wanted to kind of investigate, and it's really been life-changing, and uh, we stuck with it, even though, you know, the numbers weren't what we expected, and things are are, are finally exploding and taking off, and uh, perseverance is the key. You know, sometimes things take longer, but uh, don't give up. Do not give up if you really love it. And that's what took me through the hard times and the struggles before we really kind of, you know, exploded out there was um, the fact that I, I, was, I was passionate about delivering the message. So do what you love, and it'll, it'll be a, a lot easier, but be realistic about the expectations, especially if you want to live in a mansion. No doubt about it. Now, here's the other thing, and this could be a tough question. Nowadays, uh, you know, when I was growing up in the 60s and 70s, it's a rub some dirt in it, don't be a crybaby, you know, tough it out, that British bulldog spirit almost, you know. And then now mm-hmm. mental health, we're more aware of it. It's important we're aware of it. We shouldn't, you know, set aside issues when we are uh, having uh, mental problems. But yet in another way, um, it's an easy escape to say, you know, saying, I need a mental break. I don't want to go to work today. So where are we in between rub some dirt in it and chickening out on everything? So I think we've got a little too of it, a little much of the extreme at this point. Um, I think it's important that people uh, acknowledge their feelings and say, okay, you know what? I'm not really feeling great today. And really tune into yourself and be like, okay, what is it that I'm thinking What kind of behaviors am I taking on that might be contributing to the way I'm feeling? But at the same time, you got to go to work because I think that, you know, taking your mind off things is very healthy. Um, But there are certain things that that you're just not going to like, and that's the reality of the world, and that's okay. But um, you you don't want to go through life being a victim because uh, it's just, it's not healthy for yourself. And then people are really going to like you if you always play this victim card. You know, we are a lot of what happens to us. Our thoughts create our reality, and our actions create how we feel. So, um, you know, as somebody who overcame depression and anxiety, I can say that, honestly, really reevaluate kind of how you're eating, what supplements you're taking. A big, big thing, and I'm telling you, it's life-changing, is to get a, your hormones checked. Not at, a, at your doc, primary care doctor because the insurance doesn't cover the full uh, gamut of what you need to know, um, but you can go to a private practice doctor to get that taken care of. Um, a lot of our struggles and feeling sad and down and tired and lack of focus actually comes from our bodies not functioning. And if your body doesn't function, there is no amount of self-help books, podcasts, or anything else you can do that's going to make you feel better. So I would say my first advice is definitely, like, um, get your hormones checked. Get your, get your body functioning, and then you can work on the, the mind, and you're going to feel better. 
Very interesting. Last question for you. What do you want people to come away with from the book? Obviously, you want them to laugh, but maybe a, a lesson or two. To light me up up. Stop <laughs> taking things so seriously. Mm-hmm. Stop overcomplicating life. Life really is meant to flow like a river. It's meant to be enjoyable, to have its challenges, but use the challenges to grow. Um, don't overthink everything. Not every, And don't be so offended. Not everything's about you. You just happen to be in the way. So don't personalize it and just try to just breathe and just, well, it's time to lighten the F up. There it is, and that's the name of the book. It's time to lighten the F up from Madison Malloy. Madison, congratulations on the book, and if you're ever doing the clubs out here in San Francisco, come on by the studio. Yes, thank you. And they can get it on Amazon and Barnes and & Noble, and definitely check out my podcast next to Madison, and follow me on Instagram at, at @realmadisonmalloy. There she is. I'm Rick Tittle. We will take a quick break, and we will come on back on Sports Violence. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorns Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. No offense, but are you a little fat when you look in the mirror? How would you like to learn the secrets to lose three to five pounds a week easily without joining the gym or going through any crazy diets? It's called Body Sculpt by Med Diet. For the last two decades, we've been helping people just like you that have pounds they want to shed. We've helped millions of people lose thousands and thousands of pounds over the years. 
And now it's your turn. Learn the secrets of how to lose weight with one simple phone call. You'll see an amazing difference in a matter of days. Don't believe us. We'll offer you a money-back guarantee. If you're ready to start losing weight right now, call right now to learn more about your risk-free order to Body Sculpt. Call for your risk-free offer. 800-738-5332. 800 738 5332 That's 800-738-5332. That's 800-738-5332. Del, mm. why did you kiss my ear? Why are you holding my hand? Where's your other hand? Between two pillows. Those aren't pillows. Ah! Tittle ain't the man, but Rick Tittle know who the man is, and he slapped his white fanny. I did. I feel bad about that now. Welcome back to the show. Wrapping it up, what another uh, just a complete eclectic mix of guests, especially Richard Lapchick. That one was uh, memorable. Um, you know, these guys, it's just like they should be more famous. Jesse Jackson, Nelson Mandela, Kareem. Just about everyone, the USOC, the IOC, the United Nations, um, pretty big deal. All right, as I mentioned, the World Series, we're going to have to wait a while until Friday. It'll be game two, uh, game one, sorry, at Astros. Uh, game two will be uh, Saturday. And then on Halloween, that's Monday night in Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love. And by the way, there are some aspects to whether there actually was a Philadelphia or not. Because, you know, we get these names from the old country, like Memphis, capital of Egypt, like Syracuse, Antioch. We get all these names from, you know, the old country, the old world. Philadelphia literally means, this in Greek, the city of brotherly love. And there have been people that have wondered whether there actually really was a real Philadelphia or not. It might just be in lore, but I'll move on. Game three, Halloween, game four, November 1st. So, yes, the World Series will go into November for sure. And um, if Nessa, it'll be game five, Wednesday the 2nd. And then if it goes past that, which I think it will, Game six will be Friday, November 4th in Houston. And if we go game seven, wouldn't that be nice to get all the baseball we can and get it down to the nitty gritty. Game five will be Saturday, November 5th. And uh, as I said, we'll go. It might even be snowing in Houston at that time. Probably not, but it might be. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow with another live edition to the show. Coming up next is more sports talk right here on Sports Planet.
man, I hope we don't have brain damage. <laughs> <laughs> Great way to end the show.